listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Y'all niggas still signing deals, still, after all they done stole, for real, after what they done done to our Lauren Hill, and y'all niggas is supposed to be trill. That's real talk when you behind on your taxes and you pawn all your chains and they running off with your masters and they took it to Beverly Hills while we in Calabasas and my head is scratching cause that shit is backwards. That shit ain't right. Lucien is cool, but Lucien don't write. Doug ain't this tight, so fuck what we selling. Fuck is we making cause they grass is greener cause they always raking in mo. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers podcast. Your host Rod and. Yeah uh and we're in the house on episode 1500 of the black Tips podcast for real how did that sneak I, i'll be out y'all i'll be paying these numbers no attention that's right 1500 episodes in karen <laughs> no what i didn't even know that me you know i was just no normally the fans let us know they they be on top of it more than, than we do but we don't never really do nothing special for these days anyway mm-hmm. but yeah we uh you know this is a pretty big milestone considering most podcasts make it like 10 episodes in people get tired of each other stop doing their shows 8 to 10 that's that that, you know if you can make it past 10 you a survivor right um and you know very proud of what we've accomplished so far uh still fun still growing still getting better uh we've come a long way in those 1500 episodes yes we have you know we get sponsored sometimes now we have official weapons i know i actually talk karen talks more like we have a a whole thing going now yeah you know? a lot more for those of you that are premium yeah you go back and listen to them first episodes with a 20 30 minutes max yeah we have segments now yeah music yeah mm-hmm. before uh we didn't even have a soundboard and we used to hover over uh that uh what is what you call that blue mic uh yeah it was a snowball mic by blue yeah snowball mic by blue like a, a fire uh me you justin and will shout out to will for people that go back that far yeah usb mic um i remember uh you know we had to record the first episode four five times just to get it out oh my god y'all just almost didn't start because we was like yeah let's do a podcast the computer was like uh podcast this we used to have music in the background remember yeah, that they were talking while we were talking yeah we <laughs> they were singing while we were talking yeah i think i actually have uh the first podcast we ever did it was called the love cast that was the title of it mm-hmm. um and took a lot of love cause lord knows <laughs> taking it back we didn't have lyrics to start the show nope no lyrics just you just play a song mm-hmm. where my baby at where, before where he my went crazy you go crazy yet i'll be a man yet hey 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 you'll be rolling with me i'll be on the sidelines screaming for my dime go baby 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 it's still my jam okay how crazy it is i had to fade the song out Hi, welcome to the Black Guys Tips Podcast. Listen to this. this. is our first podcast. You're here with Rodimus Prime from Twitter. I didn't even say my real name. It was Rodimus Prime from Twitter. Right. Okay, guys. I didn't know you niggas. You didn't know me. Right. Or also known as Rod and my beautiful wife, Karen. 
uh karen say hello to the good people out there what's up everybody karen didn't even just come in and say it was on her show too she was just waiting on me to tell her to say hey meanwhile <laughs> we had practiced this five times guys and you can follow karen Who's recording this like 1 a.m 2 a.m in the morning mm-hmm. why the letter y listen to karen's twitter handle oh. guys <laughs> this used to be karen's twitter handle it dead was ass terrible. listen follow to this karen on twitter at why the letter y yeah why zero zero two two seven like the tv show with sandra and mary that's right and jack hey yeah and uh you can tell our energy was low because literally we had done this it was like you know early it was late in the morning Yes. at this point and like, we yeah, had like everything. well we had made an emergency trip to best buy we had bought and set up a new computer at this point yeah we had um, to go get y'all we had to go get the old school cow cameras the gateways with the the cow print i honestly box. don't know what we would have i really feel like if we hadn't have recorded that episode and wanted to make it that bad that night I feel like we might not have this show today. Come on. Like it we, was that hard. Like it was definitely determined. a moment where it was like, you niggas must really want to do this. Cause we, cause we made two trips to Best Buy, right? Did yes, we? Yes, we made two trips. First we to bought Best- like a, uh, a sound card. Mm-hmm. I fucking hooked up a sound card. Uh, it didn't work. Then I broke the fucking board on my computer when I had took it apart. So now the computer wouldn't even fucking work. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, are we going to put this fucking computer on credit? and buy a new computer which yeah, we this, needed this was like the same night y'all like literally like this happened all the same night so then we got we had to go to the uh gateway people the cow people right and uh get a computer and and once we got that we still had to go back again for wait the, gateway when did we go to gateway yeah then we go to gateway. no we had gateway that was our first computer we had gateway that was before oh, this we couldn't okay. just go pick up a gateway computer we went to best buy and bought the um sound card then we went oh. then, then i hooked up i spent all that time hooking up the sound card it didn't fucking matter and then we had the emac i don't know what it was called um it was i don't think it was called an emac i, I don't think know you just but made it, that up but it i don't was even think old, that's a brand old school because uh, we never had a mac so i don't know what it was called i don't e- know what it was called either yeah e-machine or something like that yeah e-machine, e-machine. Yeah. that's what it was called and so then i drove we drove all the way back to best buy and it was like we got there at eight forty-five, and they was closing at <laughs> nine and we had to fucking pick out and buy like a computer right then and there get it home set it up we set it up we recorded this shit again like it took a couple times we even recording it and then we got it to work and we recorded it and this was the result which y'all just hit what y'all are hearing this is it yeah all right so let's go ahead and get right into uh what we want to talk about here um this episode was 40 minutes uh, first thing Max. is uh we actually saw some movies in the last week or so yeah uh we had some downtime. this one this one so, used to talk about movies for free uh <laughs> for avatar and avatar was off the damn chain it was a great movie Yes. See, this is how I know you niggas lying with this revisionist history on Avatar. Avatar was flames when I was first seen. Everybody it. that first seen Avatar, what, that was the first time I watched the internet work in real time. Because right when everybody seen Avatar, it was like, yo, this shit is sick. That's the best thing I was. My head hurt. It was so good. I couldn't mm-hmm. even see straight. Like people <laughs> were so excited. And then by the time Twitter got a hold of it, like a month later, it was like, uh, it's just Fern Gully with uh in space okay this is fern gully with guns i had a great time i was like you motherfucking liars yes i remember avatar was flames i stand by all these opinions mm-hmm. uh, we saw the imax 3d yes 
That's the best way to see it. Yeah, if you if go see it on Max 3D or don't go see it at all. Yeah, don't waste your money. If it's sold out, wait. wait. It's worth it, y'all. It's dev. It's a hundred percent worth the time uh, that you spend waiting to see it. Uh, it revolutionized, possibly revolutionized the way that movies will be recorded and the way that we'll see movies. Okay, now we did not. Um it did not revolutionize how it was recorded or the way we see movies because uh nobody else can do what james cameron did i did not account for the fact that uh, james cameron the only person crazy enough to film shit in 3d in the 3d world all the time with 3d cameras hooked to people's faces come on and all this i didn't know that he would do that so uh you know that is different i was wrong okay but avatar coming back so and i'm i don't care if you take 20 years if i'm alive i'm going to go see that right y'all niggas in front like y'all don't care mm-hmm. but the truth is out there um from this point on out when it comes to major releases uh even the previews like uh alice in wonderland oh, yeah. they looked off the chain yes so. they did beautiful definitely want to go see that so um, you can hear the music in the background a little also bit. saw some movies on my netflix uh some streaming Netflix we even got y'all Netflix Fox, reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we watched The Host. Yes, that was a good movie. Yes, that's a movie about. Uh, By the way, uh, I sound like my voice is hoarse on this. It's because it was. We had recorded this so many times, y'all. Come on. Like I feel like our first ep- recording of this was like, "Hey, Blackout Tips, the first time episode." And then by the fifth, it was I'm like, "This shit ain't even gonna it's work." Like, hey, how you we doing? recording into the void. This shit. Yeah, we didn't know no, but we didn't know none of y'all existed. Y- yeah. Y'all, everybody that we know now, we did not know none of y'all. We was talking into a black hole. Listen to this. This is crazy. Fifteen hundred episodes, fourteen ninety nine later. This right? is what we sound like. You know it's i mean it's really uh you know it's really uh i'm really proud of what we've been able to accomplish man uh so yeah that yeah, we, 1500 we done came a long way we we upgraded thanks to everybody that donated and shit like that and yeah we came a long way we're so much crisper and clearer now we like hd now compared to then yeah um you should have seen the for those of you they join us later on y'all should have seen us when we first was able to play music through the computer we cut a fool the entire episode yeah we don't have i mean that's the thing though we used to play music through the computer by playing it on speakers yep that was in the same room as the mic and then the mic would just listen to the speakers and, and pick it up so shout out to people that still got to do that because we understand yeah so i mean you know i think it's uh you know growth is dope and uh it's cool to be able to celebrate uh, so, kind of a little bit. Think, uh, think Miss uh, Smart said, "Yeah, we're business now. We, honey, you'd have told us then. I'm trying to tell you, you'd have told us then we was gonna be a business. I don't know if I would have ever believed you because I'm not trying to be funny. The confidence that I have now, I don't think I had the same confidence then. Um, we both have grown a lot. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have believed you owning a business." I'd have been like, what? Now I'm like, yeah, nigga, I own a business and you can too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the truth, dog. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we, I encourage people now when, you know, before people probably had to look at it and encourage us to, to even attempt to do it. And, you know, it's one of the things where I, people can say what they want to, but something that you can never underestimate is hard work and dedication. Um, that's priceless. And, time can only tell 
when it comes to hard work and dedication yeah we've done live shows since then we've done uh uh we've flown out to be at uh um that uh disney uh diddy's uh <laughs> conference you know um like revolt con yeah revolt con mm-hmm. yeah we've done um you know yeah negro con we did awesome con right um, shit that we've... i never would have imagined i mean roger got to fly on the plane because of the podcast mm-hmm. we got the meet and greet uh some people you flew on the plane too we got yes we got the meet and greet uh some people um that are fans you know in miami and in dc mm-hmm. um you know uh so as we going to 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 uh portland seattle. Mm-hmm. oh seattle i mean so i'll be going to seattle later this year like mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. a lot man i'm really happy and really proud of what we've done in 1500 episodes yes. can't wait to do you know well, hopefully the next 1500, 1500 will be just as uh smooth selling and just as dope a lot of people have really supported us along the way mm-hmm. um i think we've really done a lot of good to to spread some some positivity with what we do mm-hmm. um and to uh put people on you know that uh that i think people should be listening to as well and stuff so it's it's just really been a a blessing and uh thank y'all so much for riding with us for this long because i know yeah. we watched this landscape changed and you know now it's oversaturated with people that you can go listen to so you definitely don't have to just listen to us anymore mm-hmm. um you know we started with one of the few black podcasts even making shows and now it's like black podcast got black podcast they do black podcasts about black podcasts like it's so many it's so many choices now it's been beautiful to watch that grow mm-hmm. so uh you know shit yeah. the people that listen to us got podcasts now like we don't right. we're just in a whole different um whole different level and i'm just so thankful for everybody so thank you yes and uh before we move on something else about uh, i can truly say i can't speak for nobody else but i can truly say podcasting has changed my life forever um i have met beautiful and wonderful people on the internet you know because when we first started people considered the internet like other like they didn't consider the internet real life they was like, oh y'all out there talking to them imaginary people out there on the internet you know and twitter and stuff like that but they are real life people that i am friends with have been friends with for years some i've met in real life some i have not met yet that i eventually plan on meeting um and i've grown and i've learned and we have extended family is it has been a beautiful trip and like um going back to what roger said we can't tell you guys thank you enough yeah and speaking of which don't forget PyCon is actually december 9th through december 10th uh 2017 um and it's in seattle washington we will let you know because uh we send out our information and stuff that we want to do there so they're gonna let us know our exact schedule later on and we'll let you know which day we'll be there and all the events as soon as we know you're gonna know mm-hmm. but uh if you're doing preparation and you want to go um podcon.com is where you need to go uh all right let's do this um this is a blackout test 1500 episodes down y'all <laughs> no that's still hard to believe the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yeah and i think with our premium stuff i mean i'm not as worried about it because i feel like uh we crossed 1500 a long time ago speaking of premium for people that you know out there that maybe you, you you know you like some of the premium offerings but or maybe you just can't afford it right now whatever you know we do have one show that's not premium but it's not it's freemium it's in the middle 
and the name of that show is this too much is with me and bossy we talk about the show this is us and we recap it and we you know it's pretty popular people come check it out they watch it live with us and all this stuff um well we have a very special episode of this too much we did one about moonlight a while back mm-hmm. um well tomorrow at 3 30 p.m eastern standard time bossy and i will be doing a very special episode about insecure and they do it live and it'll be live so it'll be on crowdcast uh so if you're not you know hopefully you're following me and following our show um on uh on uh crowdcast.io um where you can just you know kind of like and follow us and yep and every time we do something you automatically get alerted exactly so yeah man uh we'll be doing that tomorrow about insecure and it will be on the regular feed for like two weeks and then i'll take it off but uh yeah there's too much tomorrow all right let's get into it um what kind of stuff is going on oh usher Mm uh more news is coming out about that dude uh, it just uh Ooh, when the door cracked it opened didn't it listen um that ha- that has become a very uh volatile situation right and he's having another right. outbreak of news right Ooh, now it's like as the world turns with usher as the world burns two women <laughs> two women and a man are suing a man are suing usher for failing to tell them he had herpes before sleeping with him lawsuits felt to be uh said to be filed by celebrity lawyer lisa bloom in california at a monday morning press conference in new york city bloom had one of the victims alleged 21 year old quantasia sharpton speak about the nerve-wracking moment she learned about usher's alleged diagnosis three years after sleeping with the singer quantasia said she was all she had always loved usher's artist artistry and music so her friends took her to a concert of his to celebrate her 19th birthday a few years ago and she says she was selected from the crowd to go backstage for the show to meet usher real name usher raymond because of uh, the birthday crown she was wearing later she says a security guard came up there asked her for a number because usher was interested in her now i'm just mad you didn't write a groupie tale about this come on after the show she said she got a call from a block number it was usher asking her what hotel she was staying in the room number about an hour later sharpton says usher arrived at her hotel and they had sexual contact but after he left she never heard from him again now i don't find that part to be so outlandish that mm-hmm. he would that someone like usher would be like and i'm i don't call these women back if they hook up on the road regular um, niggas do that yeah uh sharpton said she was shocked last month to learn he possibly had herpes an incurable sexually transmitted disease on july 19th documents were leaked online showing that in 2012 usher admitted in court documents to have herpes because he settled that case it has never been reported at the time but once the documents were made public last month a woman who said she slept with usher in april filed a 20 million dollar lawsuit against him for giving her the disease when sharpton read about the case she contacted lisa bloom to see what her legal options were even though she tested negative for the virus when she had a child last year um well, i mean i guess it's good she didn't get anything you know one thing that's interesting too in this is uh he's married yes so that's gonna be a thing right i mean if some of these people are like you just slept with me in april i mean nigga you was definitely married in april <laughs> yes while sharpton doesn't have the disease at least one of her other three clients that bloom's represented said they caught the disease and blame usher for it one of her clients is a man who said he had oral sex with the star with no warning about his std oh okay i wasn't sure why the guy had got in there because you never know i thought it could have like at what point can people sue if they got it from somebody that got it from him correct but i mean that's direct contact man i sucked your dick and you know like you ain't tell me you had herpes 
matters. Huh? I said, yes, that matters. Sharpton says if she had known that Usher had herpes, she would have never consented to sex with him. She says she would not have taken that risk because her health is very important to her, especially since becoming a mother. I feel like my rights were violated. Sharpton says she said she decided to join the lawsuit against Usher so he does not do this to anyone else. You need to warn your sex partners. You can make so they can make their own decision she said at the shotgun recounted her sto- side of the story bloom took to the podium and explained the new lawsuit wasn't again about about herpes she said herpes is a medical condition and nothing to be ashamed about however at a as a highly contagious disease that could cause high-risk pregnancies miscarriages and expensive treatment bloom says that usher should have told his sexual partners about his diagnosis she says he violated sexual partners right by failing to warn them prior to having sexual contact at least one of my clients has tested positive and alleges that it was mr raymond who transmitted it uh she says her clients have been anxious and upset about learning usher possibly has a disease and yet he has not reached out to any of them directly or indirectly to either confirm his diagnosis or assuage their fears by saying he doesn't have a disease yeah if he was fucking like that he ain't keeping y'all's um info Mm-hmm. and if he called from a black number he may already have thought this through mm-hmm. like he might simply just deny this shit like i did not fuck these people you know what i mean like that might really be his plausible deniability they say he can't uh they can't call him either because he always called from a black number she says that trust and faith have been shattered um uh and then the love in the club uh singer celebrates his two wedding two-year wedding anniversary with his wife in september if they make it come on you close though it's august i mean you might make it bro uh at any rate um it's gonna be interesting because she's a bigger lady and there was a whole bunch of shit on social media about her weight and why would he fuck her she she too big for usher to be trying to get and all that shit and i'm like one y'all don't know who the fuck is attracted to who right you know because that's the same thing y'all gonna say about the dude too oh you let some dude suck your dick y'all don't know what the fuck usher be up to you know it's one of the reasons i think people had to stop presuming so much about folks because y'all don't fucking know you know what i mean like um that might be what he into i don't know so so uh that's part of it but then too you know what i mean there's a bunch of women that's overweight they got motherfucking babies and shit come on they ain't make it by themselves somebody fucking them yeah what are y'all talking about there's a bunch of fat men fucking bunch of fat like fat people be fucking with y'all like everybody acts so surprised like usher must only fuck dimes and shit and this shit st- and, and the only reason to me that it seems so it could be potentially harmful is really just the fact that in cases of stuff like sexual assault and stuff people use this to be like this person is lying like in this case they'll be this woman's lying she ain't usher ain't fuck her like you think i mean you don't know what the fuck what usher's attracted to for one um and then two like a lot of this shit if he's just fucking on the road and just looking for somebody to to hit off every night nigga who knows right you know but yeah to drag her and to talk about her weight just just know that all that shit you saying other people see it uh other people that are bigger that are in your life that are seeing you ride and roast this woman and make these jokes they see that that foul shit you talking and you know that's what you what you secretly thinking about them too Come on. like you can't have it both ways or you cool sometimes but you not like niggas know who the real you are when you start busting out that oh he you know he ain't fuck that fat woman it's like okay okay so basically any woman seeing this that's fat is obviously uh just revolting to you right so, so yeah folks only think uh skin women getting their back blown out right 
like it's gonna be a whole bunch of fat phobic ass shit out there so um but we'll see man i mean we don't you know who knows if any of this shit is true or whatever i mean this is one of the reason that uh, i'm sure a lot of these dudes dread coming out and saying this stuff like their diagnosis getting out there because yeah technically if you fucking people and not telling them you in violation you know and it's funny how violent and angry people get about uh trans people not disclosing their uh you know their status as being trans which is something that i literally can threaten their life to tell the wrong person the wrong person might try to kill them but people don't seem to have the same trepidation around std disclosure std disclosure is way more prevalent and way more um common when it comes to sexual intercourse and people don't seem to have the same level of like tell me you know mm, up front. a lot of people are very ignorant with that a lot of people are like don't tell me that's why people don't go get tests a, a um hiv test std tests because they just don't want to know and it's one of the things i think i was listening to the radio today on npr and they said 30 percent of all adults in right. this country have uh a set some form of a sexually transmitted disease probably more than that this is just what who they're tracking and that knows you right. know this is not including the people that got that, that have all these various different diseases and have symptoms and refuse to go get themselves checked out yeah well that usher shit gonna keep going for a while yes, cause it is. if he if that now that diagnosis is out there everybody that's done had been fucking this dude if he ain't especially if he ain't stopped fucking people when he got married nigga that's what since 2012 if he was knocking them off on the road like that shit he lucky it's just a few people so far if anything Um, the stigma of uh having herpes might save him you might have people that actually might have something or got or just don't want to be associated with him and they just be like i'm not gonna come out and say i fucked him you know what i mean uh the increase in popularity of oral sex is blamed for rising rates of throat cancer in new zealand man men now here's what's weird about studies like this why is the assumption that only men eating pussy out here wouldn't some women have some increased risk of throat cancer because i mean i feel like Mm -hmm. in a lesbian relationship there's probably way more um oral sex than even in a heterosexual relationship Mm -hmm. so why is it only um why is it only raising in men this seems like i wonder who made this study a man because if a man that didn't want to go downtown apparently so and somebody that you know when you do these studies you actually need to kind of compare the sexes even though people don't want to do that in a lot of studies you need to because if it increased in men it increased in women too i mean it sounds like it would scientifically Right. right like women be going down there and stuff too like why wouldn't it be you know all around mm, that all around it increased right right like my sister's sister's little voice she said it a long time ago yeah. <laughs> I to closely to what i have to yeah because this is the way to my Tell me nothing. I don't even think I, I have my pussy ate out. I was rocking to this. Didn't know what it was. You've been dreaming of. You've been wondering how you can make it better. Baby, it's easy. 
I didn't know nothing about eating no pussy at this point. Nope. I was like, oh, they must be like, go downtown and catch the bus. Nope. I had to go downtown. That's the way to my love. Round and round. You can't stop till you find my love. Downtown. Oh, man. I love them. They was Yes. Them was my first hoes. <laughs> That's when I learned. I love these hoes. I don't know what these pimps talking about. Right. Uh, at any rate, um, going downtown, uh, in New Zealand, uh, apparently is a big issue. Uh, new, new data has revealed rates of throat cancer among New Zealand men has more than doubled over the last past 25 years with almost 100, uh, diagnosis in 2013. Just a hundred. I mean, look, I'm not trying to say that's not, uh, I mean, what was it before? 50? In over 25 years. See, now see, now see, That's okay. A, now, now I'm not trying to belittle your throat cancer, okay? I'm not trying to belittle your throat cancer. I'm really not. How, 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 but how listen, this is, this is one of them articles that it's an article because it's happening to men. Right. A hundred people in a whole motherfucking place. What, what'd you, what'd you say? 25 years? In 25 years, it went from 50 to 100. I don't believe this. I don't, like, like, how, 100 a year. How many people was in your study? 100? Like, I don't understand. Like, you I mean, just a small study. I mean, it can't be 100. But anyway, my point is, I'm not trying to belittle <laughs> this, but it's just like that birth control thing where right. it was like men got rashes and they had to stop the, the birth control. Yeah, uh, women get blood clots and nobody gives a fuck. And now an even more bad news while smoking is often blamed for throat cancer what you get up to in the bedroom could be even more harmful stuff reports stuff i question the source the new data revealed by the new zealand cancer registry that in 2013 said 96 men and 26 women were diagnosed with cancer in the throat tongue or tonsils according to dr julian white an increase in oral sex increases the risk of contracting human papillomavirus hpv a commonly sexually transmitted infection sti which causes cancer uh we're seeing younger professionals who are original or otherwise healthy getting cancer dr white said the three main risk factors are male gender early age of first sexual encounter and increased number of sexual partners in particular oral sex partners the mode of transmission is thought to be oral sex the hpv infection of the genital area is more common in women than in men as a result of the increase in throat cancers at the an improved hpv vaccine is now on the offer on, on offer to young men and women in new zealand for free the well-known case of throat cancer being linked to oral sex, Hollywood, Michael Douglas, and act, uh, who was married to actress Catherine Zeta-Jones, making a claim in 2011 without wanting to get too specific. This particular cancer is caused by HPV, which actually comes from uh, comes about from cunnilingus, he said. He later retracted the claim, saying he regretted the embarrassment it caused his wife. Well, well, well. Fellas, it's time to stop eating this vagina, guys. It's, it's, it's killing niggas now your throat gonna get fucked up so sorry ladies for our health we just need to to leave it alone well, i guess everybody gonna be dry then i guess everybody's gonna be dry these days come on i mean you don't get it from us so it's fine 
what um, when men it's, can it's just women. carry it <laughs> it's just women apparently uh listen the study is the study karen whatever a lot now, of this times is a science-based podcast men carry it and don't know this it is, this opinion i'm sure is endorsed by coca negra out there she's a scientist no it's not karen you cannot fight the data mm-hmm. okay a hundred men put their lives on the line every year Ooh, every year mm-hmm. exactly curiously no jamaican men died from this no ah! hmm, interesting study uh there's a new clothing brand that wants to bring back the swastika as a fashion logo wonder why they trying to make wherever they at great again because <laughs> be fair that logo ain't only here for america that logo went worldwide uh look um they was like fuck these brown people they stand in america fuck y'all here too look they just trying to they trying to to take it back like we took back the n-word Mm-mm. but see they got different lo- well depending on what you're talking about i know some places they like what y'all not gonna do depends on the place can yeah that's what said not every on place, the place not every place is the same there are some things that you just can't do even in the name of artistic freedom you can't go around kicking dogs you can't abuse kids and you can't go around plastering symbols of racism and genocide on t-shirts which is why it's baffling that one fashion brand has been set up with a mission of repurposing the swastika it's unclear exactly where where they're based but kyle design wants to help people get back to the symbols indian roots some five thousand years ago so to do that they released a series of sweatshirts and gray t-shirts on which they stuck rainbow colored swastikas which they say symbolize the lgbt movement Mm-mm, y'all was mm-mm, mad they put black mm-mm. and brown on the motherfucking lgbt rainbow mm-hmm. if they put a motherfucking swastika on there come on now come mm-hmm. on buddy mm-hmm. this ain't gonna fly mm-hmm. this is the fact that for years the nazi threw homosexuals in a concentration camps on the regular killing thousands even more cringe is the fact that they struck uh words like peace in and love under the symbol uh we really like the symbol in the shape and aesthetics and we would love to share the beauty of the symbol detached from the hatred associated with it so they know yeah you can't yeah i'm just saying this show they know like this is sometimes they have stuff online where it's like this store has this symbol as a shop uh brand sign and it's like oh they didn't know okay these motherfuckers like oh we know we're gonna take it back oh yeah and and i would motherfucking protest um i that particular symbol when it comes to black people it black people jewish people yeah jewish people gay people that's what i'm saying anybody that's not a nazi right so, it mean death right so that sign mean you in trouble so i would protest just for the fact that that symbol is a symbol of hate and when you tell people that people want to make up other made up reasons and heritage and history and yeah only the history that you remember right mm-hmm. o- only that good white history yeah not, not the shit that they did to other groups of people yeah they're not even saying that sure where this where this place is based at you I know wonder why because they know somebody would be mad and try to go blow that shit up yeah is it showing up on the screen yet it is okay cool cool uh i'll scroll up yeah they put peace below it and zen Mm-mm. and they, the rainbow like nah man Mm-mm. it's it's just not gonna happen Mm-mm. uh yeah they said this project only represents our first step of our master plan nigga are you serious master plan are y'all trolling we're excited about what the future will give us. Kai Design tells Days. 
as you might have guessed no one at the labels ever worked in the fashion industry before but that's okay because they consider themselves skilled fashion designers but more as artists and free thinkers in general and they're not too bothered if anyone's offended by their clothing they understand if it makes you feel insecure but that's just because you're not willing to break the association between swastikas and nazis oh it's us okay not the millions and millions of people that died because of that symbol right we want to promote love and peace and remind everyone they can what's next uh rainbow colored nooses come on it's gotta be just trolling gotta be trolling anyway that's ridiculous just wanted you guys to see that a hundred um pollution from legal marijuana farms in california forming toxic waste dumps that span thousands of miles of acres Mm. i'm sorry acres not miles uh illegal marijuana farms are taking over thousands of acres of land as toxic waste continue to cover up ecosystems in areas of the west coast according to the new report uh assessed by routers the state of california which is responsible for more than 90 million of illegal u.s marijuana farming has shown a drastic increase in the use of nationally restricted fertilizers and pesticides like herbal furin and zinc phosphide ecologists say increasingly dangerous unregistered pesticides are being encountered by law enforcement officers who investigate illegal marijuana grows special agent in charge of the environmental protection agency criminal enforcement program jm green announced in a public release uh through their indiscriminate application these unregistered pesticides pollute our lands and waters and create a significant safety risk to humans and animals and present a mountain cleanup expense for taxpayers expert ecologist Murad gabriel who reports over the issue for the u.s forest service said california is utilizing 41 times more solid fertilizers and 80 times more liquid pesticides than the state's initial reported amount in 2013 good god well yeah if it's a legal farm they're not registering what they're using Chemicals of these kind have been linked to health defects and and death of both animals and humans. In the report, the agency cites a single swallow can be fatal to a small child, and carbofuran can be highly toxic toxic to vertebrates and birds. In granular form, a single grain will kill a bird. For humans, one quarter of a teaspoon is sufficient for dust to be fatal. The United States Environment Protection Environmental Protection Agency announced in 2011 the department would ban the inorganic chemical compound zinc phosphide, including in the unpublished data accessed by routers. Uh, Gabriel said federal land in California currently holds 731,000 pounds of solid fertilizer, 491,000 ounces of concentrated liquid fertilizer, and 200,000 ounces of toxic pesticides. Illegal uh pot growers could face several years in prison and numerous charges for growing illegally while taxpayers would expect to be left with hefty bills to aid in the sterilization of toxic waste sites damn yeah i mean i guess this is also another way for since they now legalize marijuana um in california it's another way to knock out the competition too start being like you guys are polluting you gotta go and uh you yeah, know get them a, off the off the board yeah because on the low it's a lot of from my understanding a lot of this shit is very 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 expensive a lot of times they have to get like they have certain standards that most people don't even have the money to begin to invest like they purposely make it where, where most people can't get the capital to actually start an initial investment then once you get it the federal government make it where a lot of times you can't even put this money in traditional banks Mm-hmm. So let's say you do get in, you do get it running, but then you can't make a deposit at your local BBNT. What are you going to put it in PayPal? Like, 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 where do you like? They purposely and strategically make it 
where it is extremely hard for local or smaller moms and pops to do it because i personally think they go they they want a handful of companies to 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 do it so they can funnel it and control it and tax the hell out of it i agree atheists tend to be seen as immoral even by other atheists says a study atheists are more easily suspected of evil deeds than christians muslims hindus or buddhists even by fellow atheists according to the authors of a new study the findings suggest that in an increasingly secular world many including some atheists still hold the view that people will do bad things unless they fear punishment from all seeing gods the result of the study showed that across the world religious belief is intuitively viewed as a necessary safeguard against the temptations of grossly immoral conduct this is that's ridiculous anyway an international team wrote in the journal nature human uh nature human behavior it revealed that atheists are broadly perceived as potentially morally depraved and dangerous the study measured the attitudes of more than three thousand people in 13 countries and five continents they range from very secular countries like china and the netherlands to those with high numbers of religious believers such as the united states uh i mean united yeah united states united arab emirates and india the countries had populations that were either predominantly buddhist christian hindu muslim or non-religious participants were given a description of a fictional evildoer who tortured animals as a child then grows up to be a teacher who murders and mutilates five homeless people what, what kind of study was this half of the group were asked how likely it was the perpetrator was a religious religious believer the other half how like how asked how likely he was an atheist the team found that people were about twice as likely to assume the serial killer was an atheist what this study makes no sense i this is not because yeah regardless across the board what your religion is people are crazy well not just that but it makes no sense because it's not like people just said atheists are evil or do immoral things it's like they picked a scenario and then went what's the odds this person an atheist like i don't it just sounds it doesn't sound very scientific Mm -mm. it is striking that even atheists appear to hold the same intuitive anti-atheist bias the study's co-author will garace a psychology professor at the university of kentucky in lexington said i suggest i suspect that this stems from the prevalence of deeply entrenched pro-religious norms even in places that are currently quite overtly secular people still seem to intuitively hold on to the belief that religion is a moral safeguard only in finland and new zealand two secular countries did the experiment not yield conclusive evidence of anti-atheist prejudice said the team distrust of atheists was very strong in the highly in most highly religious states like the united states united arab emirates and india said gareth and lower in more secular countries yeah also i mean if you are of a religion the chances are you're not gonna say this person's probably a christian like if i'm a christian i'm not gonna say they're christian if i'm a muslim i'm not gonna say this person's probably muslim like that doesn't even fucking make sense um but then also um you know how much fucking atrocity has been done in the history of the world because of religion come on what the fuck are you talking that's the dumbest shit i ever heard this person owns a slave in the united states in the 1800s what religion do you think they mostly are uh atheists uh ask that question right dumbass loaded question like it's such a like what is evil what well, evil would be mutilating pets and killing people yeah that's a type of evil as well evil is also withholding people's right to uh birth control or their choice to uh, having an abortion or not right. um evil is also conversion therapy to send people who are lgbt 
to some type of fucking torturous uh camp and ordeal to make them quote unquote convert to being straight like what the fuck is evil now evil is fucking beating women and kids and shit because they don't act a certain way that you want them to act evil is lying to your children about sexual intercourse and sending them out in this world unprepared to deal with the realities of 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 of, of sex and and the repercussions of that shit you know what i mean evil is keeping your kids in the dark man what the fuck kind of bullshit is this like this is fuck this whole study i can't this is terrible it's bad uh i mean it's one thing for people not to trust atheists whatever i can't control that but i mean it's anti-logic to to fucking be so mistrusting i mean to be honest like of all the bad things done in the history of the world uh you need to apparently be way more mistrusting the people that's religious you know i watched that fucking keepers documentary uh documentary and that shit was all done in the in the name they could hide behind the catholic religion the motherfuckers are able to perpetrate all that abuse and rape Something and like one about the city in boston not boston but uh massachusetts somewhere like that yeah they were able to do all that shit and people were scared to do anything because the church had their back and they moved motherfuckers after they got caught and all that shit like how dare motherfuckers be like yeah these atheists right they they'll cut your guts out man look at yourself look in the mirror look at those motherfucking congregation look at the buildings and the organizations that fucking do all this dirt look who funds the motherfucking evil ass bigoted republicans in this country who they number one uh people will bend they fucking bigotry into religion and say i support donald trump because he's a christian man that kind of shit like fuck out of here this is a it's ridiculous it's a ridiculous study and a ridiculous conclusion and and yes it makes me mad because because it's so ridiculous like it's just anything to say people being atheists man something wrong with them like damn dog i'm not even one of them type of atheists that come out oh you something wrong with you you know like i understand there's that annoying stereotype out there about what atheists are and supposed to be but come on man that's that's not even me and i'm saying this shit is stupid (sighs) all right sorry uh uh, complete tangent i mean made myself mad i didn't have to pick that article Ah! you know why i did that um let's see what we can do now i guess now that i'm mad we might as well do fucking with black people it's already happening um it's not many not many other events happen in the world this week uh i mean this today to be talking about um all right here we go just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles and make us feel fuck with them with assigned points scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody hey everybody's back uh i thought this headline was very informative a white man feels 56 years of guilt and apologizes to a black former teammate for racism poor white man oh imagine opening your mailbox and getting a letter from someone you barely remember from 56 years ago apologize for something you had to endure your whole life racism eugene brighton uh wait eugene Britton carter 72 
how you know i was even gonna make it that long bro received just a uh such a letter from a former high school basketball teammate tom owens who apologized to him about that time the team had to leave carter and the other two black players on the team behind i was kind of shocked when i read it because i hadn't seen or heard from tom since 1961 and then he wrote me a letter apologizing to me for something i almost forgot about that's because racism is so embedded in our culture it's just a part of the black experience carter like any other 72 year old black man has lived through some of the country's worst conditions on racism so not getting to go to a basketball game was probably shrugged off as he were uh as if he were turned down for a date in any case after receiving the letter carter immediately called owens up to let him know that everything was a-okay carter even felt guilty about owens white guilt carter said it bothers me a little bit that he's been carrying that weight on his shoulder for 56 years how he really felt uh, about it i never knew because they came back from georgia as a team we went off as if nothing happened uh it has been bothering owens it bothers me that carter as a black man is taking on owens guilt that's what the author's saying owens and some of his white classmates got together at a reunion and decided to write the three black players an apology letter i guess the black players ain't show up for the reunion maybe mm-hmm. this is something i thought about all my life Owen said i've been thinking about the right thing to say and all and finally about a month ago i finally got the letter written and sent it off to him and was so pleasantly surprised that he immediately called me back to say how much he appreciated it owens must have felt so relieved as his white guilt melted off his shoulders zero to a hundred <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry i think about it i'm i'm going to give it a 75 because even in the apology it still became about the white man not about the racism yeah uh i gotta go 75 too i mean i appreciate your your apology and everything but and, you know yeah and 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 what we thought about before we're required to instantly forgive and that's why this was a story not the fact that he wrote the letter you want to know it's weird we're not required to no we're not required but to. so many black people have taken on this burden of of feeling like they have to mm-hmm. and yes in the public opinion you become the bad guy if you're black and someone does something racist and you go fuck them i don't forgive them and and that does suck and you can never completely disassociate from that like i'll never 100 percent know when a black person truly forgives some racism and when they're just doing it because they think it's the right thing to do i'll there, never know there is a difference because i'm a i'm a forgiver me too i'm not like i i think a lot of these a lot of times i see stuff and i think people feel very revolutionary to be like i'll never forgive anybody you wasting your apology on me fuck you motherfucker you fuck up once you you fuck forever like there are some people that really revel in the power of not forgiving people correct and if that and i and i believe them when they say that that's how they operate i do believe them i'm not saying they're lying what i'm saying is that ain't my steez like i personally don't like living in uh that hardness i do think of myself i think all forgiveness and all apologies are selfish um because it should be about yourself it shouldn't it can't be about the other person Mm-mm. i actually kind of hate low-key when people say like Yo, the apology isn't even about them i'm like the apology is never really about the other person no, even a really not. good apology has to be about you humbling yourself and saying i will grow from this i will become a better i will learn from this i will become a better person i will not make this mistake again so you know uh an apology to me it, it, as a critique if it's well this apology is, is selfish i'm like well they're all selfish 
but is it a good apology you know what right. sort of things are, are you gonna is there are there any actionable items in this letter are you like what are you gonna say for the next generation of kids that play high school basketball for your high school um what about your children what about uh organizations that are fighting racism are you giving money are you donating time like what what beyond just writing this dude a letter 56 years too late to say you felt bad one time what about that is it the only thing it's doing is unburdening yourself um and sadly the only gift left to give in that discussion is the black man absolving this white man of his emotional burden you know and and i'm not saying for the record i'm not even i'm not saying that's wrong if that's something you as a black person choose to do so be it i'm not gonna tell you you know i think it's a little weird like because it's not about me you know what i'm saying but it's a little weird when people do stuff like get mad that the the people that got they family killed by dylan roof have to be like don't have to be but they they come out and say i forgive this person and whatever and people get kind of mad and 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 peeved at that like why we always got to forgive and then part of me is like but if that's they if that's their religious dogma that they forgive whether they feel that they have to for jesus or for the cameras if they forgive i can't do anything about that that's their prerogative correct i am not here to tell black people you're wrong for feeling this compel like being compelled to forgive i don't know what that tragedy and that shock really feels like i've never felt it you know i don't know if i would have a seething hatred that would boil over for the rest of my life with that kind of person um or if i would be like i can't move on with my life until i deal with this in a way that gives me closure and maybe for closure for me might be forgiving that person i honestly don't know you know what i mean i i literally don't know so it's very complicated to me and i don't feel so black and white about the shit but uh no pun intended but it is just fucking uh as a black person observing this shit it just feels like a dam that's just building up inside of you every time you have to see a story about some black person being like uh you know what man your white feelings are valid and you feel bad and that's and don't feel bad anymore okay i don't want you to carry that with you it just makes me feel a way because it just adds up but individually i don't blame these people at all if you feel like you want to forgive this man that's fine you know what i mean because ultimately it's not his fault that 1956 was segregated like and he was playing on a basketball team it wasn't really like he didn't actually do anything to stop it but he also didn't do anything to uh start it or whatever like i can understand the idea but i don't know i guess yeah i guess i just can't speak unless it's me because i i probably would tell feel like just save the letter bro but i don't know maybe i feel differently if i got a letter like that maybe i feel differently but i just can't imagine it yeah and, and also it's my thing to where and like i said i i guess i said i don't know how i will feel unless it happened to me and i've been in the situation where i've had pure hatred in my heart towards somebody and i'm not talking about like i hate right. you ha, ha. no i'm talking about like i could really put my hands on you and physically hurt you hatred mm-hmm. so i and i've been there before so you know i i understand that it's not easy some people i mean i've been angry like that but i've been but it was in a flash i've never been like say for years i, have. I will kill this person 
I, I have for an extensive period of time oh. and 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 it's not a, life. a mentally <laughs> it's not a mentally healthy place to be i'm just telling you that right now mm. um and it could put a lot of weight on 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 you you know personally i'm just speaking for me personally everybody's different um so and i think for me when i uh listen to the situation okay you wrote this letter and you talked about the other things because this is one person not trying to be funny out of the many black people that you probably have done something against that you didn't personally write them letters well did he do something against them even that's true like I, that's what's weird to, i mean it's basically a letter saying i feel bad i felt bad at the time and i didn't say shit that's really all the letter is saying because okay because okay. i'm because i because you didn't do shit like that's one of the reasons i really wouldn't even want the letter because to a certain extent you didn't do shit and there's not shit you doing now so just like you felt bad sometimes you got to feel bad when you benefit from shit like it is your white guilt right you know what i mean right. sometimes as a man there's certain shit that i get a pass on that women don't and i'm recognize that and it sucks that it's like that for women but at the same time i'm not about to be writing a, a, a woman a letter 56 years from now like uh i noticed at the job that they actually leave the door open for me coming in but for you ah, they ah. walk you out like i don't know like it just feels i don't know it just feels weird it feels weirdly smug i don't know it feels weird it feels weird i'll just say right, that right. that's why i got a 75 for me because it feel weird it doesn't feel like anything was resolved except that white man's emotional guilt is now gone correct 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 so yeah. you was out here trying to kill people for years though what's going on karen we need to talk about this no we don't we don't i i i am fine i don't know that's that's some that's a pretty big reveal on the show <laughs> episode 1500 is it somebody i know you just gonna kill them <laughs> yes but no we're good all right guess tell me just text me on on the phone just who it i was. dm it to you uh cambridge student claims all white people are racist and tweet supporting rashawn charles protests uh police are investigating after the head of an equality group at cambridge university claimed all white people are racist and a tweet sent in the support of protesters who clashed with police in east london over the death of a young man jason osamande okundaye okundaye uh who runs the university's black and minority ethnic society took to twitter after the protest over the death of rashawn charles a series of tweets praised the protesters and claimed that white people have colonized Dalston, a once working class area in the borough of Hackney. One tweet uh, from the privately educated 20 year old's account said, watching these middle class white people despair over black people protesting in their colonized Dalston is absolutely delicious. Oh, I know they mad at him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know they mad at him. He then said white people should go back to areas such as Exeter and Solahurst, presumed to mean Solahool or Birmingham. Uh, another said all white people are racist. White middle class, white working class, white men, white women, white gays, white children, they are all, they can all get it. <laughs> oh, they can all get it! G-E-D-D-I-T. Get it. He then urged protesters to smash everything. Cambridgeshire police said they were investigating following numerous complaints that the tweets were inciting violence and hatred. Mr. Okandeye, uh, who studies sociology and politics at the prestigious university's Pembroke College, made his account private after the tweets caught the attention of the media. By the way, you know 
they keep bringing up him going to a private university as almost like how they bring up colin kaepernick playing in the nfl and like you got some money you got some opportunity so you going to this private university with white people but you still got a problem with the white man don't you gotta forgive him since you getting since you getting an education from him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tory MP Bob Blackman said, this is stirring up racial hatred unnecessarily and completely without justification. I don't know. Maybe shooting that unarmed black person might be stirring up racial hatred unnecessarily, but far be it from me to say. I mean, we digress. A spokesman from Cambridge University said the college is looking into the matter and will respond appropriately. Mr. Uckland Daye was reportedly born in South London, educated on an academic scholarship at the independent Whitgift uh, School in Croydon where uh full fees for boarders of 36,400 uh i think this is euros over there yeah uh per i guess semester or something or per year anyway uh comment on the social media post mr okay daye said my tweet about white all white people being racist was pulled out of context and separate to my tweets in support of the dawson protest my tweets on white racism have been said before in response to people acting as if racism is exclusive to working class people i stated that regardless of sexuality class gender or age all white people are racist i.e not just one type of white person and the reference to get it g-e-d-d-i-t refers to my previous tweets on how all demographics of whiteness can and should be called out for their racism and how it specifically manifests in their groups e.g white middle class people refusing to hire black people white gay people stating no blacks no asian on dating apps such as grinder the tweet was conflated with my separate tweets which supported dalston protests and my support of activism which seeks justice against police brutality uh protesters clashed with riot police in dalston after fires were lit and the roads were blockaded near to where mr charles was seen on cctv being restrained by a police officer shortly before he collapsed and died uh, a statement from the metropolitan police said that he had died after swallowing an object the death led to accusations of excessive force being used with the investigation being launched by a watchdog independent police complaints commission as a matter of course police said bottles and other objects were hurled at them during the protest believed to have been attended by about 150 people roads were blocked off with willy bins and rubbish bags and broken tables while mattresses were burned in the streets a number of the public was assaulted as they cycled through the area while a member of the public i'm sorry not number while an officer suffered a minor eye injury police said one person was arrested on suspicions of causing grievous body harm zero to 100 karen 100 uh zero i don't have any problems with those tweets um oh oh we're talking about the with tweets itself okay yeah, no I, guess, I, don't, I, don't, mm. I don't have a problem with tweets now okay what was you giving 100 to oh the story where you um basically you i was kind of listening where you were saying he got mad because of this and people were attacking him i was like well that's 100 but i zero for the tweets mm-hmm yeah i'm zero for him. he ain't do nothing wrong Mm-mm. i love how they try to be like he inciting violence and shit like nigga he got like 500 followers calm down come on always trying to increase you know what i mean white people go on twitter every day and call me a nigger and y'all don't never be like increase look at them inciting that violence three more patterson police officers allege racism in department three more police officers have filed a lawsuit alleging racism and discrimination within the patterson police department police officers karen rayfield tamiko griffin and kelly carey but kelly edge a allege a racially hostile work environment um 
three officers joined lieutenant washington griffin who filed a lawsuit late last year alleging he faced retaliation for complaining about the alleged uh racist remarks made by a fellow police officer he was suspended for 30 days as a result in the latest lawsuit rayfield and tomiko alleged the department intentionally delayed their promotion to sergeant rank that in turn prevented them from becoming eligible for promotion to lieutenant in 2016 mm. both rayfield and tomiko were cert- certified for promotion to sergeant september 28 2015 however the promotion did not occur until october 13 2015 the lieutenant's exam is held every three years uh 2016 and requires one year of service as a sergeant to apply shit Ooh. The cutoff date for year in service requirement has historically been September 30th. Griffin and Rayfield's promotions were delayed for the purpose of disqualifying fine for promotion mm-hmm. to the rank of lieutenant. Reads the lawsuit. I believe that. Pakeli was. This is the thing, man. Uh, I don't know that the police will ever be abolished in my lifetime. Whatever. Uh, I do believe that it helps to have different types of experiences and people on the police force Agreed. to a certain extent. I'm not sure how much it helps, to be honest but i think it's better than having them say an all-white police force uh like 1974 detroit or whatever the fuck right um but i like i said not still not ideal still not perfect the thing is even if you're black or brown or a woman or whatever and you sign up for these police force jobs you're still dealing with a racist environment to move up the ladder anyway and it's not like they saved the racism for just outside the 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 building the racism is applied to you too mm-hmm. they not they don't want your black ass to be in charge no you know so, so you might actually change something right right you might start be like what we not gonna do with this bullshit right here they never know what quote-unquote team you're on shit Correct. like that so this is why policing is inherently bad and needs to be completely done away with because there's no way to resolve a system that was built on racism like you can't fix what is you know same thing with prison it's built on racism it's not there's there's no positive spin on it um at this point like maybe before um before the abolition of slavery you might can make the argument that 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 you know prison had some sort of purpose beyond uh basically incarcerating black people and getting free prison labor but at this point i don't know that you can make that argument because uh, we're so far along the path and I don't think you can ever undo you can't unring this bell uh, at, at any rate they didn't get their um, promotions um, but Kelly was promoted to sergeant in 2014 a month after promotion to the lawsuit claims in a break with pattern and practice and custom she was transferred from a division to a patrol her shift was also changed to b1 which is 4 a.m to 3 p.m which conflicted with her husband police officer lewis Pascali pakeli's schedule creating a child care issue for the couple pakeli needed to be in the 7 a.m to 3 a.m 3 p.m i'm sorry 7 a.m to 3 p.m shift they knew that and they purposely changed it yeah to overcome the child care issue created as a result of her post promotion transfer she sought transfer to internal affairs juvenile or intelligence divisions however her request was denied according to the lawsuit the lawsuit claims a non-african american sergeant was given a transfer to internal affairs over her she was later tra- transferred to b2 shift 7 a.m to 6 p.m this didn't help with the child care issue her shift ended at 6 p.m and she couldn't pick up her children from school she requested another transfer but was denied the fourth time she was granted transfer to 7 a.m to 3 p.m shift in the juvenile dimension it took her two years to get a favorable transfer she received it in january 2017 according to the lawsuit this is due to her race alleges the lawsuit police have denied the allegation police director jerry spizel uh had when contacted about washington griffin in may said 
um there's no systemic racism i'd stand for i'd not stand for that there's no room for it. we pride ourselves in our diversity we we don't we don't nothing to see it. here guys there's she, no systemic racism she applied four times dog i took care of it myself karen i don't think you understand what i'm saying there is no systemic racism i am the one who who checks that and i would never let that fly i, t- I stopped it by myself guys Mm-hmm. Mark Frost, who is an attorney for all four officers, alleged that systemic racism in the department is examples of alleged remarks made by a police officer about Pakelli and a racist message on the bathroom wall of the police headquarters. But there's nothing systemic. Upon learning he had uh he'd have to take orders from Pakelli police officer Giuseppe Giordano as alleged to have remarked, I don't take orders from niggers. That's goddamn right. But there's no systemic racism, Karen i can see them saying that yeah. mm-hmm. my client denies allegations said joel mcglacky uh, attorney for giordano uh, giordano uh he said in may when he contacted for comments the allegations against my clients was dismissed he said the judge issued an order removing his client from the case both lawsuits also cited 2012 consent decree that forced patterson and some other municipalities in new jersey to give priority promotions to sergeant rank to, for sergeant rank to minorities this resulted from allegations of race discrimination in the new jersey civil service exams for police sergeants pakelly benefited from that consent decree however the priority promotions created a resentment in the department among non-minority officers who would that be uh states both lawsuits this led to racist messages appearing around the police headquarters there were messages like priority lazy scum and priority equal dumb and lazy so this is that affirmative action uh backlash uh type shit now keep in mind because the test was rigged against black people they had to give black people some priority promotions but because that happened the white people who've had the test rigged for them the entire fucking time they've been on the force said now this is really racism black people getting something in Bakelly's case, when she applied for the lieutenant exam after the consent decree, she was owed retroactive seniority from 20, 2007 when she first took the sergeant's exam. Police only counted the retroactive seniority after she reported the department to the New Jersey Civil Service Cons- Commission. Seniority is a factor in the exam. Once the seniority was counted, exam score and rank saw a boost, according to the lawsuit. The city council discussed possibly setting Washington Griffin lawsuit in a closed-door meeting in June or settling i'm sorry uh no settlement was has been reached in the case yet zero to 100 100 100 100 and i'm sure they treat the black people they pull over just fine in that town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they do in um this is not the part that they do in missouri you got them um we're gonna go back to the old school black almanac when they send the books out and tell you about the sundown places because uh naacp said hey nigga stay out of missouri they don't treat people right Mm-hmm. racist school assignments skill study give students a budget to buy slaves is this how black history is taught in school that it is better to not teach it at all said an associate professor a student in king oh lord <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people um i don't know that that so you don't agree with that statement no you need to teach it he's he's saying if the way y'all are gonna teach black history is by having kids do get a budget to buy slaves then y'all might as well not even be teaching black history i agree with him if y'all gonna teach it racist then don't teach it like teach the shit right 
Right, that's my yeah, teacher shit. Right, yeah, okay. I think that's I mean this is an like, inflammatory shit, statement, right. but he's basically like y'all might as well not be doing nothing because it's pointless. If this all you teaching kids for Black History, this shit is that's nothing. Then don't teach them. <laughs> kind of shit is that? All right, y'all. Here's a budget to buy some slaves. Black History. Good night, everybody. Good had a good year this year. <laughs> good night. How was your crops? Right. A school in Kent, United Kingdom, created Fuhrer after it decided to teach students history by handing them an exercise in which they had to imagine a fictional slave auction. As part of the exercise, eighth grade students in Rochester grammar schools were asked to imagine taking part in a slave auction. They had to pretend that they had a budget of a hundred euro uh, pounds, oh pounds, hundred pounds, um, and they had to choose the best slave for their for their business after examining the characteristics of the slaves. This is like. Uh, that facebook thing where it's like you got 25 dollars create the best nba player kobe bryant costs two dollars uh you know like that <laughs> shit yes you could get lebron's passing ability for 15 dollars um the worksheet titled slave auction lots to be sold today showed 16 different lots they included lot three two crewmen male slaves freshly imported from liberia very good condition lot four two chamber slaves one male one female at 28 they offer good breeding potential and lot seven four yoruba males age 21 three are very strong one less so despite the outrage school defended the exercise we categorically condemn what yep we categorically condemn slavery and racism of any kind whether historic or present and are extremely proud of our multicultural school and the tolerant and inclusive atmosphere that we foster every day to ensure all our students are well-rounded young people the spokesperson further said this worksheet is not used in math but in the wider context of our history curriculum which follows the historical associations recommended recommendations on teaching historical slavery and is in line with the department of education's history curriculum which says students should be taught about the effects and the eventual abolition of the slave trade which means we absolutely teach students about the horrors of the slave trade and the worksheet adapts primary sources of the time to illustrate the awful reality of slavery we also include additional lessons of the horrors of the middle passage and life on plantations while responding to the slave auction exercise the department of education spokesman said it is inappropriate to engage in any exercise that appears to condone slavery the national curriculum does not set any requirement on how teachers should teach individual subjects but schools should not should be professional in the choice of educational material they use Kahende Andrews, an associate professor in sociology at Birmingham City University, specializing in race and racism, said, if this is how black history is taught in school, well, it's better not to teach it at all. Um, yeah, uh, zero to 100, Karen. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, one, why would you want the imagining to be from the perspective of the white person buying a slave? like if i was going to conjure up the slave market slave auction um imagery for kids i'd want to tell you about the experience of people that were sold off as slaves not the experience of people that bought slaves that just seems very very ridiculous right and it's almost counterproductive because it's see that's the thing if you teach from that perspective all of a sudden you teach white people wouldn't that great and that's the story you don't want to tell and when you teach about them dividing up families separating children from mothers them being sold off when you you know they talk about like breeding and shit like that people you know never seeing family members ever again you know 
that shit is real when you start talking about that all of a sudden white guilt creeps in and lord forbid you don't want white guilt so here's some money and let's go buy them because we don't really we want you to look at them like property just like the slave owners did we don't actually want you to, to look at them like human beings because if you look at them like human beings you have to fucking feel yeah that's why people don't want um confederate correct this is that type of shit right here i'm not saying this is what it would be but these are the stories people are thinking about this is why i'm not arguing with black people that say they don't want it because if you don't want it you don't want it what am i gonna say you gotta want this shit right. like all because of the history like yeah had the stories are, are most of the time if it's not from a true black perspective they're not told good they're told horribly and that's what people are tired of our stories not being told by us through our eyes they've always been told from the from the from the um the person with the advantage and a lot of times they're really fucked up and you don't want white people to look bad and you don't want that you want that all white people were great and they understood when well no they don't shit they don't today yeah um the other the other thing i would say too though is um i i i don't know if it's possible for white people to teach about slavery um in the way that is would be required to not coddle white people's feelings like i just don't know if white people can even lead a discussion for the most part there's a few yeah there's but a few. in general there's not enough white people that would not pull punches on white people right like they have to coddle their egos you know and and all i mean it goes through all privileged groups pretty much like you don't want to be too mean to people and shit and i do get it there's a point where people cut off if you are just berating them the whole fucking time and it it might not be the most productive learning environment but just in general this shit like this is such a compromise it's like well we're teaching them about a slavery auction yeah from the fucking privileged position of the person that goes somewhere to buy slaves and you hope that they feel bad about being in a privileged position no 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 that's not how i want you to do it like teach them motherfuckers how to uh you know teach teach talk just read just read the diary of some slaves right just read the diary right. of people talking about this is what happened to us when we arrived this is the auction this is what it looked like we didn't understand what the fuck these these motherfuckers are talking about and then they just make us go with them like talk teach them that shit don't right. teach them don't make it a fun little exit size where i get to get you got 25 dollars to buy three slaves Ooh, what i'm gonna do i well good breeding i mean hey that's that's 11 dollars. and if i do that i can save four for that tiny baby cow uh that little baby negro like get the fuck out of here talk about the real things how they basically treat them like cattle touch their feet made them open up their butt cheeks you know made them in their mouth you know shit like that and just read it yeah right you don't have to you don't need to make it a cute game because it was essentially you don't have to make it a game uh cupertino teens are accused of creating a kill list targeting african-american classmates Hmm. group of teenagers at a cupertino high school apparently circulated a kill list of a kill list for real i guess it's like karen's list karen was out there living like aria (laughs) y'all every day looking at her list i'm scared to ask if you killed them i didn't i didn't they alive and well and kicking all right uh a group of teenagers at a cupertino high school apparently circulated a kill good morning li- oh, here school we go. is out here in cupertino but school officials here at monta vista high school are still dealing with issues from the school year this is after activists say that a so-called kill list was circulated among students here at the high school take a look at some video that we have of some of that uh they're calling it a kill list they say in the fall of 2016
2016, the list was circulated both on social media and here at the school. The list used racial slurs, mentioned lynching, and talked about students, uh, talked about shooting at least one of the students. There were six or seven students that were mentioned on this kill list. An attorney representing one of the students targeted and South Bay activists say that the Fremont Unified School District didn't do enough when it discovered that list. Take a listen to what they had to say. They, they mentioned her by name. They gave a specific incredible threat that they would riddle her with bullets and they talked about how many bullets it would take. The same thing happened to Columbine. Those kids made threats. People took it lightly, went home, and those kids went and made bombs. And the same thing could have happened here. Now that message that was seen on that kill us was certainly disturbing. I was asking, is it showing on the screen? No. Okay, thank you. In a statement, the school district condemned what it called the racist and misogynistic speech that was used on that list. They say that they contacted the Santa Clara County Sheriff's Department when it discovered that list uh, and the threats that were listed in it. They say that they have now turned that case over to the DA's office, and the DA will decide how to proceed with this case. Uh, no mention on charges, if any, that could be uh, handed down to the students who were involved in creating it. I'll be here throughout the morning with more updates for you back to you in the studio because nobody's fucking racist and uh the kids gonna save us right kids gonna kids gonna save us you know the children mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna teach us how just to... kids being kids making a kill list you know how kids make kill lists mm-hmm. no i got you guys been there we all been there before right yeah you know kids how, making you know a kill how, list you know how white kids do shit they're not terrorists right because if this was somebody brown they would call you a goddamn terrorist in fact that you would be arrested and in the jail right now we wouldn't be talking and investigating this shit we would be like lock they but i lock them niggas up yep lock them up zero to 100 karen a 100 all right i think i gotta give it 100 myself y'all it felt pretty hundredy um uh new york uh nypd sergeant claims he's been punished for not bu- he's being punished for not bullying a black cop a white nypd sorry. uh racism so powerful man like you gotta get on you gotta get on you gotta hop in you know you can't you can't um that's that's so that's so ridiculous it's so ingrained in the system but even white people are like nah i'm not gonna do that they're like well fuck you too right white person stand stands up and of course that means um he gotta you gotta pay um all right um at any rate uh this white person was like no i won't pick on this black cop so now he got subjected to harsh treatment um sergeant valentin cousins brooklyn federal lawsuit alleges he was targeted with unjustified payback because he wouldn't help make life miserable for officer dana harge who got his own pending manhattan federal suit alleging uh racial discrimination in the elite holloway highway patrol unit because cousin wouldn't play ball he claims he claims his own life is made being made miserable cousin has been transferred from highway patrol and claims he's under constant constant scrutiny uh he says he's seen his overtime slash but then became swamped with extra work especially during the holidays to keep him away from his family i didn't do anything wrong cousin 32 told daily news hog uh was doing his job said cousin who was white and when the sergeant brought it up that he felt superiors had it out for hog because 
of his discrimination complaints cousin said he signed my own death warrant this past father's day the 32 year old father of a one and two year old said he was kept on duty almost 24 hours before because he they that because there were allegedly weren't others to help out eric sanders cousin's lawyer said what happened to his clients an example of what happened when people who don't go along to go along was one of the few people he uh was not afraid to take on the department and sue them i hear about this stuff all the time it's just a matter of anyone taking action said sanders the suit filed thursday doesn't just allege retaliation connected to hard Cousin suit also claims his order in january to lower the performance rating of another black officer he filed a discrimination complaint against the sergeant uh Kaiser says highway patrol brass imposed performance goals or quotas on 70 or 70 summonses per officers for two platoons and 50 summonses per officer in another platoon Kaiser told the news he always hoped to make it a highway patrol by the way those quotas that's what policing is mm-hmm. and that's and that's, what- that's another reason it should be abolished it's just a tax on, a, on a, the american uh right and citizen and they are penalized when they don't meet these quotas because you know what everybody makes money it's about these. yeah it's about generating revenue not about justice or law or mm-hmm. making people safer it's about generating revenue if you're not getting 70 tickets a month you got time to lean you got time to clean uh he finally got there in 2015 um to highway patrol coming in as a sergeant and ultimately assigned to highway patrol three which is primarily responsible for grand central parkway and queens causes told the news as soon as he got there the brass told him to keep an eye on harge who supposedly was a troublemaker and a do nothing because he black so causing kept his eyes on harge and discovered all he does is his job he does it well as anyone else causing said his first sin was this is by the way this every white black person has ever worked in a corporate america job has felt that pressure well, you're like, wait a minute. Why, why is everyone acting like I'm the one who's lazy for no reason? It's because you're black. Not because you do your job any worse than anyone. I've had this feeling on my, where I felt, I felt it. Like I was like, I know I'm being judged more harshly and I know it's because I'm black. And it drives you crazy because you can't say nothing without looking like a fool. Without them alleging that you're being sensitive. All right, let me go to the next session because I see we up against the break. Give me one second. We'll be right back on the screen, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right how do i all right so i'll do that okay then i gotta call the audience session yep um remember that dot oh i remember where it said okay okay i'm i got it okay uh the time was six o'clock on the dot all right so now i'm going live yes and cool now i can go back here and call y'all the session okay boom it should did it show up yep we moving over boom all right that's awesome glad we figured that out mm-hmm. uh and let me invite karen back on screen because you know i wish they would make that roll over too where the person just rolls over on screen with you mm-hmm. we ought to suggest that yeah maybe i will ask them motherfuckers what's up because yeah if i'm doing a session i'm moving over when you move yeah. over you should the guests should move over i can see you calling the, the, the yeah. audience but everybody currently should just move over with you uh so all right cousin uh said his first sin was authorizing hard's request for a day off so hard could be at his kids first little league game 
they was like you did that you son of a bitch you're helping this nigger out they started really coming down on me he said the scrutiny and scoldings escalated and according to the suit ended with Kaiser's transfer out of highway patrol to the night precinct of the lower east side Kaiser said the move was devastating nevertheless he hoped to make a fresh start Kaiser said he did his job well made arrests and even saved a man's life still he said he couldn't get out from under the thumb of higher-ups it was just constant nonsense at the nine-year nypd veteran fred lichtmacher and uh Harry's lawyer said he hadn't read Kaiser's lawsuit nevertheless the lawsuit said numerous officers with no dog in the fight have backed up incidents Kaiser complained about hogs own suit is law is cog's own suit is ongoing lickmacher said the nypd referred to the daily news to the law department for comment we'll review the complaint investigate these allegations the law department spokesman said zero to 100 karen 100 for him yeah gotta get that 100 dog that's um and that and that's the thing and excuse me um and that's another reason why a lot of white folks that's quote-unquote well-meaning don't say shit because they still are a victim of white supremacy right because that's what it boils down to yep and that's the thing like i don't expect people to be but so quote-unquote woke about some of this shit because for the most part people really just out here trying to survive and they not um they don't want them problems yeah they just people just literally just don't want them problems like they're not even trying to fight this battle or, and all this shit like it ain't like the disney movies motherfuckers if that if you got a choice between that and just going your ass to work and coming home every day you probably would just discriminate against that black person and be like fuck it it's not like i had to make it you know it's all the things i talk about doing the right thing everything i teach my kid all this shit uh not not important when it comes down to it um so you know that's that's not surprising that uh that that the only thing surprising is that dude didn't give in to the peer pressure yeah that's shocking all in itself <clears throat> all, right. all right time for some lighter news guys get on the positive side One thing about music, when it hits you, feel no pain While folks say controls your brain I don't better than that, this game And we're ready for that Two soldiers out of the past Matter of fact, it got the guy Where my army at? Robert attack and I react Back to the beat, it don't reflect on How many records get sold On sex, drugs, and rock and roll Whether your project's put on hold In the real world These are just people with ideas Just like me and you When the smoke and cameras disappear, disappear Now in, in the, the real world, world. People's records. Who was disrespected? You check one to my word and find for you. It's just relax. Just do what you gotta do with that. Don't work, then get the back to you. You a rider, rider. Not a crowd excited, or you wanna just get high, then just say it. Then if you would lie, lie, that's a problem. Cry, ain't you when I'm playing? Here, how, here. Hop, hip, hop, hip, it's bigger than hip, hop, hip, hop, hip, hop. Uh, who shot biggest smiles if we don't get them, they gon' get us all. Oh, you running up on them crackers too? <laughs> Pay your bills, 
We don't hear you. Speak about some justice. Oh fuck. Till we get the popo off the block, we going here, hop, here, hop, here, hop, here. Hop, here. We dig it in here. Hop, here, hop, here, hop, here. The white devil came for dead prayers. That ain't that some was shit? Was terrible. He looked like he was about to fall over the whole time, and he got the fifty-three percent haircut. He does. Now, what? Why would a white person even do? Really? I don't know. And the plot was throwing me off too. What was throwing you off? The part he had like a little part, like oh. right here on the side. Jesus, he got Ellen DeGeneres haircut and yes, walking he around. Does. Same, like Justin Bieber haircut from the gee, what is was going he, was, on? Was he sitting on the edge? Look like you to look like he was like I kind of want to fall over, but I'm I'm positioned just right where I won't tip over. I'm ready for running up on them crackers at the city hall. I guess we're gonna need people like him in the revolution, though. I guess the infiltrate. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Dead Prayers would not co-sign him singing that song. No, not with no acoustic guitar. Nope. Mm-hmm. I forget their names. It was like M1 and something else. Like, they would not fuck with that nigga on any level. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner says she accidentally wore a pro-Trump hat after trans ban and promises to get rid of it. 100. I don't believe you, bitch. Yeah, she really walked around with Make America Great Again hat again on and accidentally after she came out. Mm-mm. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and said the trans ban mm-hmm. in the military was wrong for Trump uh mm-mm, you know mm-mm. the person she voted for mm-mm, mm-mm. that's why uh a lot of people have been fucker from the very beginning because they were like you have privilege and- oh yeah you've had white male privilege for se- i mean it's nothing you've had white male privilege for 70 something years you're this like even if you want to divorce yourself from that that's intoxicating and yes you may be a white woman now um a white trans woman and you're still one you're still not being you're very rich you're very famous uh you're white you're still not really being treated the same Mm -hmm. as many trans people in this world right which is why people don't feel that she is emblematic or should be a spokesperson because at the end of the day you still get to go to those golf courses where they don't even let women golf let alone uh trans people you know so it's like like it's just very like every time she does something ridiculous like this i mean i just you know it's just it just confirms what a lot of people said about her from the jump Mm -hmm. and why she shouldn't be a spokesperson or of any type Mm -mm. you know and i hate the thing is i can't even really talk about it on social media or on my facebook page or any shit because people can't separate their trans antagonism from the critiques of caitlin jenner right you can be critical of her stance without having to delve into some uh, transphobic bullshit and since people routinely demonstrate that they're not willing to do that or they refuse to i just don't talk about it because you know people really think they can be transphobic while being a quote-unquote ally and all this shit and they're they're not so just stop right 
uh leaders report caught on trump still awaiting action uh with great fanfare president donald trump vowed to outdo former president barack obama and supporting the nation's historically black colleges when he signed an executive order in february to place oversight of the schools directly into the white house six months later the school's leaders are still waiting on results no shit (laughs) right uh black college and university leaders are raising serious questions as to how trump who won eight percent of the african-american vote last year is eight percent of just wow uh is dealing with uh community concerns a lot of them were men probably all fucking eight percent uh yeah i mean i don't know what percentage of black women voted for trump but it can't be high no like i said i mean eight percent i i understand eight percent is not a high but it's the most bigoted motherfucker in our lifetime eight percent is way too high yes it is you know what i mean like it's just uh yeah but what uh 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 what so let it be 7.5 percent and the other half a percent is the is the choose me twitter women mm-hmm. um the president has yet to appoint an executive director for his hbcu initiative so another vacancy he hasn't filled um yes, unemployment gonna go up just because he don't fill uh positions there are so many open positions y'all don't understand niggas go to work and they don't got shit to do because they ain't got no goddamn balls several hbcu presidents chancellors and advocates had hoped trump's new found attention to their concerns to translate to more federal funding for their campuses but trump's executive order included no additional money for black colleges the white house has questioned whether a program that helps hbcus get low-cost construction loans is constitutional the hbcu advocates were stunned that trump called for cuts in student loan programs in his fiscal 2018 budget proposal about 70 percent of hbcu students rely on federal pell grants and help pay their to help pay their tuition yep uh he basically just um shook your hand in public and had a knife behind his back the whole time which i mean i feel like everybody knew walking in that room for the most part anyway correct but uh at the same time uh if they wouldn't have walked in the room he would have been even more punitive and used that as justification you just can't win with an asshole like him Mm -mm. representative mark walker rnc an hbcu caucus member and chairman of the conservative republican study committee contacted the white house about two weeks ago to inquire about the pace of trump's initiative according to the congressional republican sources walker came away from the conversation with jaron smith a white house policy advisor and paul teller a special assistant to the president for legislative affairs satisfied that trump's initiative is on course what the fuck does that even mean right we just want to make sure that they get the right candidate for the executive director job the only thing that could possibly make him that the only thing is if they could find a way for him to say you gave more money to hbcus than president obama did that's the only motivating thing for him but the problem is he's a bigot and so is his base why would he do that he'd much rather say i didn't give y'all shit they much rather say i i was implement i was instrumental in the destruction of hbcus than to say he did anything to help even if it would one up obama and make him look better to certain black people because i know a, a lot there are some black people that would even though the obama uh the obama administration did a lot for hbcus a fucking lot um there are still some black people that would love and relish in the idea some coon ass black people and some pro 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 black people that just want to like it's like i'm so pro black i hate obama that would love to go on social media and be like look at trump giving more to y'all than that nigga ever did you know that kind of shit so maybe a fringe contingent of people could 
motivate trump but i just don't think trump will even be motivated by those people because he don't care about them yeah i just think he'd rather say he'd rather look back on his legacy and say i was the person that made sure hbcus were no longer there for a lot of black people that wouldn't have been able to find a way to get educated any other way and truth be told a lot of white people y'all know there are a lot of white people that go to hbcus that actually get minority scholarships because they're white uh the white house has several finalists for the position said senior administrator official with official with knowledge of the situation is not allowed to speak publicly as a matter of practice two other education experts outside the white house who were not authorized to speak publicly said the administration had one specific candidate in mind a director is expected to be named before hbcu presidents meet in washington next month uh watch it be somebody that hate black education because you know that's what he does whoever he appoint gonna be the opposite it's like put the exxon man in charge of the energy put uh rick uh um whatever that rick, perry yeah rick perry in charge of education who, didn't he, who, did, who, uh, who wanted to get rid of the department of education not education um that's bessie devolves uh, oh i'm sorry yeah she wants to get rid of you oh, forgot he was over some shit he didn't even know it yeah, existed some shit just everybody just dumb everybody just fuck everybody energy um, the department of energy. energy there you go uh but yeah of course they're waiting to hear from and they won't oh you'll never hear from him uh the trump russia investigation is headed to a grand jury which means uh mm-hmm. shit could be getting real criminal soon mm-hmm. y'all call y'all call me when like it's official like i want documents to be signed because anything before that you are wasting my motherfucking time Omarosa keeps dossiers on the president's enemies and is seeking to revenge on friends who didn't back Trump. Okay, now you think you Arya. Um, good luck with that. Good luck. Secret Service vacates Trump Tower command post uh, because of lease dispute with the president's company. Mm-hmm. So basically, he probably wanted to raise the race. They was like, hey, nigga, we can't afford them race. I think they said that they actually had to move like a few blocks away and they said it basically uh uh monitoring a, a fucking empty building because they're never hardly ever there so they said they're basically wasting taxpayers money mm-hmm. but everybody knew that from the beginning mm-hmm. it wasn't a directive it was a joke the white house said a speech where trump said it was okay for police to rough up thugs wasn't intended as police brutality endorsement Whatever. believe that shit if y'all want Come on. the same way he didn't endorse when uh protesters got beaten at his rallies and he told he said all that shit fuck out of here let us pray white house has a weekly bible study group but trump has yet to attend despite saying we love the evangelicals and the good book is far far superior to the art of the deal he's not a christian y'all not a christian but he does align with your christian bigotry jk rowling apologized to family a disabled three-year-old who but refuses to say sorry to trump for her tweets following outrage led by pierce morgan who called her a shameful hypocrite basically what happened was there's a video going around of donald trump shaking hands with like a bunch of kids and there's one kid who's in a wheelchair and someone altered the video so it looked like he skipped over the kid that with the wheelchair that was trying to get his handshake from the president um and it went around twitter everybody retweeted people were like this motherfucker he ain't shit everybody fell for it turns out it was it was doctored to make him look like he didn't do it mm. so she apologized jk rowling is uh the author for the harry potter books and shit mm-hmm. she apologized uh to the family of the disabled boy but refused to say sorry to trump which you know yeah fuck trump i'm here for the pity 
all right white people news that was all the thing that's y'all man uh news um let's see oh jake paul is was being dragged for his racist comments yeah can jake paul you guys might remember him from that horrible rap song we had chris lambert on the show <laughs> oh i remember this dude yes yeah apparently he's made some racist comments uh who was why who be wilding out with his friends that's right uh he's been accused of being a serial cheater in the past couple months by his ex-girlfriend Alyssa violet allegedly turning his los angeles neighborhood into a living hell and split ways with disney channel because he supposedly is looking to pursue more adult acting roles but while he says he wants to be cast in more grown-up projects he's acting like anything but latest case in point some racist remarks he said in his most recent video blog on tuesday august 1st jake posted a new video to youtube the one was titled self-driving tesla and driving and drive through prank freakouts there's plenty of cringeworthy moments throughout the video including when he says when he causes quite the inconvenience in a couple of fast food drive throughs but the moment that's particularly bad and downright racist is when one fan approaches him and his buddies in the car at about 11:40. uh the moment seemed innocent enough with the guy asking can you put this on vlog please then someone off screen asked where are you from the fan responds i'm from kazakhstan originally was jake retorts it sounds like you're just going to blow someone up send the nuke not only is it racist but actively he actively chose to put this on his vlog that what's particularly gross about his remark is kazakhstan's history with nukes part of the territory used to be a nuclear test site in the soviet union and radiation has long-term effects on people who lived at the site which used to be known as Simopolitansk 21 um uh according to radio free europe about 200,000 visitors i mean villagers essentially became human guinea pigs soil water and air is still contaminated by radiation and one in 20 children in the area is born with serious deformities damn. even fans have turned on jake for these comments one wrote on twitter i will admit i'm a fan of at jake paul but when i saw this all i could think of was really jake what the fuck a number of other people have also chimed in with their feelings on the matter uh and people had uh tweets they got a collection of tweets in here and stuff uh to end the article uh so yeah he got he got some sism on y'all got that racism going um well in addition to that he's back in the news he unveiled a youtube diss track and a message to all the hate and news that he created right the hating news that y'all created by hating on his news with the racism you created that why y'all gotta hate on my racism dog Mm -mm. y'all harshing my vibe bro okay i'm just trying to get a little bit of racism out on on my youtube channel and here you guys go so of course we do have to watch it okay because this is what karen lives for (laughs) he's jake paul uh, I bet it's gonna be terrible. What's the diss track to? Like, who is he diss? Like, I don't know. Guess the diss track of people being mad for the sake of being mad. Hating news. Oh wait, I forgot this. I might have to go directly to the YouTube page, possibly. Or I just gotta wait for it to load. It's probably gonna take forever. I'll read the article while it loads. Um. So, um, yeah, he responded the only way he knows how by making a YouTube video. This time, he has created a music video that he calls a diss track though he also says it's not a track but it's <laughs> whatever yeah, the title know. of it is youtube stars diss track yeah 
you might have to actually go to the okay yeah it's not loading yeah i mean how you gonna name it diss track if you like but it ain't a diss track though don't but that's the title of the, of the song right I feel like trump making all this possible for people Ugh, boy in a world before trump i feel like it, this wouldn't have happened Mm-mm. um you know how they had like the batman sign and racism sign what up oh shit this shit got nine it got almost 10 million views good god who was clicking on this bullshit how how famous is this motherfucker dog he oh must, my god did you say it's disney star right a former disney star yeah. it seems yeah don't like don't like white girls love disney stars okay i guess it's starting now on this chat on this page let me see if i can do it this isn't a diss track it's a message to all my fans oh wait it's a message to who's this a message to it's a message to all the news and hate hey news and hate i got a message for you shouldn't he say all the media wow he really walking down the street in a giants jersey odell beckham that ain't pressure hot they all watching now make a mistake world on me now it ain't easy just a kid from a small town is this nigga in the whole is food? he rapping in the whole food is he i'll try i'll try is he rapping in whole foods this nigga rapping in the whole foods First, he rapping in supercuts he rapping at whole foods this the whitest shit I've ever seen this, in my motherfucking life. He rapping beside the organic spinach, y'all. Oh. Hardcore. Yay, yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. That fresh arugula. Oh, <laughs> my sweet Lord. He is rapping at Whole Foods. That organic jelly. World on me now. It ain't easy just to is he town. was he sitting on somebody's register that part where it, mm-hmm. where where you put your food on it and it rolls it oh my mm-hmm. god who let him do this right oh he must have known the manager because it's not anybody say what i said he must have known the manager because anybody was like if you don't get the fuck out of here with these cameras get your ass off that down on the human too they want me to lose want me in the noose but nigga what they want me to lose they want me in a noose god damn it jake paul <laughs> one that you created what the fuck is happening here you didn't have to say shit oh they want me in a noose bruh yeah because he wants to be oppressed like like i'm not trying funny like i don't know what it is about the obsession of people wanting to be oppressed it's not an oppressed group like dog you don't want this oppression oh my god y'all want me in a noose i can't even <laughs> I can't even call people racial slurs no more. Oh wow! They want me to lose, want me in the noose, but they ain't tell the truth. Trying to drag my name, trying to stop my game. Don't know the pain, bitch. I know the pain, man. What pain? What pain? What? What? What pain, bro? What? Why you rapping in the car that, that looked like it's from 2025? What are we talking about here? Y'all don't know the pain of organic produce up at Whole Foods and these prices. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't ever, y'all ain't never been where I've been. Huh? Y'all ever been to the soy milk owl? No? No? What well, it? Don't judge me, okay? How you gonna judge me? You never been to, to Supercuts. Hmm? How you gonna judge me and you ain't never had a real butcher? You ain't never rolled up in a sports clip and, and, and unload the clip? 
then don't judge me get off my back i can't call somebody some racial slurs without everybody coming down on jake paul damn y'all want to see me on that cross don't you Ugh. I really think he went to the store, bought these groceries so he could give out to these people in this video. He did. Yo. Holy shit. I think he bought a bunch of Just for that one line so he could be like, look at how good a person I am. Mm -hmm. I'm now buying food for people uh that that need i bet these people not even homeless or in need it's just rather regular black people you seen on tv on the side of the street hey man hold on pull out the camera hey man you want something to drink sure buddy thanks why are you filming me right and you know what (laughs) this makes sense because i was like he basically went bought a bunch of groceries because she was actually like she was doing her job she was checking out and then gave it to people when any other time you wouldn't give a fuck like you probably don't donate to like the local food pantries or nothing can he probably does but where was y'all at hmm? i don't know where was y'all at i was in trader joe's y'all be seeing me on the screen y'all act like trader hoes <laughs> <laughs> where was y'all at when i was up in the whole foods because we all know that y'all ain't nothing but some hoes foods you gotta make it rhyme oh, whole foods i'm sorry <laughs> Shit change me. That ain't on. Did it change you, bro? What was y'all at, man? Cause y'all certainly wasn't up in this uh Whole Foods. I know that he's he's chilling in right now, hey, dog. You know that the people of this Whole Foods did not give him permission to film their pants on sale for three nineteen. Where was y'all at? <laughs> He named all the good shit he did, dog. That is so good. That is so good, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, is that what he's supposed? Is he supposed to be getting a haircut? Because Mike Vick said so. I feel like that's why he's filming. Uh, I don't. And know. then he's filming. Then all this like poverty talk. He filming himself driving down the car, driving down the street in a car with the uh with the with the doors that open up uh like uh right. like the delorean and shit right and that's why he looked like he's in a roller coaster ride <laughs> where are all his homies that was in the video is this because he's so somber and see- serious he got to do it by himself yeah. now yeah can't yeah you can't, what was y'all you at can't have your crew yeah you got you got to be alone when you talk about what was y'all at <laughs> what was y'all at when i was in disneyland taking pictures with mickey and putting it on the ground what was y'all at when i was handing out sodas went down the street and i parked the corolla <laughs> Sorry. 
from my actions, man. I'm asking for forgiveness, man. I'm asking you to witness my growth in this business. My growth as a kid, I know you can't admit it. You know that. Dog, white people want to be kids for so long. Soon as he fucked up, I'm just chill. I know you witnessed my growth as a kid. I'm just a kid out here. Just like that fan that came over and asked me that before I said, this nigga need to get nuked because I don't know anything about Kazakhstan or any of that shit. Karen okay maybe if y'all would have been there for Jake y'all would realize that it's okay for him to be racist he did some good things too why y'all always judging this man come on he's just a kid he's, he's where was y'all at that's gonna be the name of this uh song <laughs> it's a diss to all the hate in the news out there stop hating news come on stop dropping all this news and hate on people then they won't have to drop these diss tracks that's these, not diss tracks these bars these bars okay <laughs> what was y'all loud now seeing Christmas cream bought everybody donuts on the baseball team piece of shit what are you talking about because she mind her business selena be my selena like what, what, why you put my name in this right they not i'm not saying dumb shit you ain't saying nothing when selena left disney selena is not going out here talking about people and, and filming all in the whole foods right her neighbors ain't complaining about her right come on man she not making videos near, near the honey bunches of oats right you blaming shit on other people now Oh shit. When was y'all laugh when Keenan and Kale tried to leave this Nickelodeon but now I'm in Elvis? What was y'all at when the neighbors didn't hate him, Karen? Y'all gonna show up when they hate him all of a sudden? Yeah, he over here with these cheesy 16 bars. Cause they're not flames. <laughs> <laughs> He's fun do bars. That ain't on the news. I need Macklemore to diss this dude. Can we get some white on white violence in hip hop? I, I feel know. like Macklemore for the be, people. He'd be so much better. He's he's terrible too, but he'd be better than this. Macklemore for the people, man. He be airing on the side of the right. Right. Like I need him oh. to just start calling out white people like this. Like that would be a good lane for Macklemore to be on, where he just make raps about fucked up white people. I think I think he should consider this. Hmm. <laughs> 
i really want to see the outtakes of all the uh footage they couldn't air in this uh whole foods that just black people shaking their head looking at this motherfucker like what the fuck is this white boy doing why is he on aisle six i'm i'm all i want to do is get some sugar and this this, this nigga standing in the aisle with an odell beckham shirt what's happening here he probably like here have some water i want to get it on film (laughs) right i'm doing some nice things for people but make sure you pay for that on the way out Ah! why did he put his car in here Dog, I don't oh. understand why he put the car with the with the with the doors in there in the in his apology video. I don't understand okay. what the relation is. Okay, and I have a question: Is it legal for you to ride down the street with your doors open up like that? It's legal if you white. Okay, because I was See, like, that ain't on shit, the news. The car, the car literally like it's about to flap its wings. It's going he gonna fly away. Mm-hmm. What was y'all at when I had to open doors and I went down to Trump and said, open them borders. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Why is his shoes mismatched? One shoe black, one shoe white. Why? Oh, I know Odell Beckham's like, God damn, he in my shirt too. Oh, my God. Where was y'all at, guys? I, d- I don't know. I don't know where I was Where at. your parents at? Come on. What was you at when you came inside his mother? Do you know he grew up to be a punk motherfucker? This, this shit got almost 10 million views. Yeah. White yep. folks, this is all on you. Yeah. Because niggas ain't watching this. Nah, first time I ever heard of this video. Holy shit. That was terrible. Horrible. That was worse than the white people cover songs. Come on. Jesus. At least them shits halftime be jazzy, even though they still bad. What was y'all at? I don't know. Not listening to this shit. Yeah, sure wasn't listening to this shit. You need a parent or a guardian in your life or a mentor or some shit. White people problems too. Like you don't even got no real problems. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't feel the pain. Y'all ain't feel the pain. <laughs> <laughs> when I call that Muslim dude from outside his name. Right. <laughs> oh man <laughs> must be nice must be nice you know what i'm i'm gonna uh, let's go to guess the race let's do a little guess the race and then we'll get out of here let me take my screen down i'll do some more white people because we gotta save some news for tomorrow guys because tomorrow of course is wine and white people we have to do it a little early Woo-hoo! but we're gonna do it and then we're gonna take wednesday off and then come back thursday with our game of thrones recap okay? yes so um let's get to guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show go to cross all the podcast and we read to play news articles from all over the globe we ask like a test too in this case karen and the chat room guess the race and the chat room plays along all right and they're all racist ah uh hpd woman confessed to shooting her cheating common law husband oh that that common law Mm -hmm. the common law when your love is not uncommon right you got to get that common law love how come nobody made that song yet oh it's probably out there we probably ain't found it you got that common law loving Mm -hmm. common law love 
um that most states don't honor no matter what <laughs> they tell you <laughs> fall for that bullshit if you want to girl why don't we get common law married yeah they don't care about the that. tale of a lover allegedly scorned a man shot and killed in a driveway in sunnyside his family says he was meeting with his girlfriend when his common law wife showed up and pulled out a gun it happened last night on oh must not have listened to that 444 yet <laughs> he didn't know must he, have been late on the uptake on that one he ain't going to apologize and make it right get on it fellas it's saving lives Cathedral at Wilmington in Southeast Houston. Matt Doherty has been following all the angles to the story. He's live in downtown Houston. Hey, Matt. This would have been 1,000% more hilarious. And only Leonard Brothers would get this joke. But this would have been 1,000% more hilarious if it would have been the coach from Carolina from 19, from like 2002 oh. or whatever. I would have lost my motherfucker. We wouldn't have finished this show if they would have cut and Matt <laughs> Doherty would have really been up there like, all right, listen up, man. Uh, anyway. Oh. I'm like, damn, he fell on hard times. He's not even coaching no more. <laughs> Covering crimes. All right. Hey, yeah, uh, the accused killer is 58-year-old Deborah Davis. Neighbors and family members say when she found out her lover was cheating, she put a stop to it with a bullet. Yeah, yes, did she did. Did she live down there, do you know? Damn, the uh, door charms for this person's house is bones. Like, it's, it's probably plastic and it's fake, but... You know, yeah, wind chimes. The wind, mm-hmm. it like I guess the Halloween decorations, but it's just bones hanging at their door. So this kind of person you can't cheat on. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Nope. You better not. Now, now one of them are living on there, but he used to be out there all the time, you know, riding around. Neighbors say they'd seen the pair on this Sunnyside street before. They say a woman would ride her bike to meet up with 49-year-old Rodney Johnson. Then they'd rendezvous in the driveway of Johnson's cousin's house. But all that ended last night. Girlfriend came. Listen, if a motherfucker won't take you to his house, come on. You had to know you was the side the whole time. Common law or not, you was the common law side chick. He messed a lot of women, though. But uh, like I said, I don't know. These these are love banks. Police say this woman, Deborah Davis, put a stop to the affair. They say Johnson was the common law husband of Davis who found out he'd been cheating. He stayed with her. He stayed with her. Oh, he did stay with her. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah. But she's now charged with murder after she turned herself into police this morning. We learned today that Davis herself was in the midst of a divorce with another man, but she was living with Johnson. Johnson's cousin says she didn't take kindly to seeing him messing around in his driveway. Deborah Davis is being held here at the Harris County Jail. We expect she's going to be arraigned sometime this evening. Of course, our cameras will be there, but for now, we're live in downtown this hour. Matt Doherty, KHU 11 News. What a wild story. All right, thank you so much, Matt. We'll keep an eye on the investigation into Rodney Johnson's murder and the charges against Deborah Davis. Check for updates. All right, Karen, guess the race of Deborah Davis. She black. Karen's going black. Let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe. Um, <clears throat> let me slide down. Rodney, she black. Black, black. Love should have brought Rodney home last night. Black <laughs> killed him with hot grits. Black should couldn't bother to take the Newport out of his mouth for the report. Black Colt forty five to success shot the nigga in the back of the knees. Oh, by the way, she shot him in the dick. In case you guys didn't. Know. Oh no! Yeah, she she killed him by shooting him in the dick. Uh, the correct answer is, and most of, everybody got it. She's black.
yeah she rode her bike yeah she was mad mm-hmm. uh let me know if it shows up in the chat how do i make this bigger there we go mm-hmm. is is it showing up yeah you know it's serious when she got a pedal to you mm-hmm and it made her so mad she was like look i'm not even taking a bus line i'm i'm gonna exert energy to get up there right common law love will still get you uh get you killed bro mm-hmm. common law love should have brought your ass home last night common law love should have brought your ass home last night mm-hmm. they would have left the cussing in that version Come on. it should have been with me i forgot uh she used to sing in that low octave that real low one <laughs> uh that's her right there and yeah man you can't play with the heart of a woman who look like that what okay she will fuck you up she like she done killed before for love she's not here for your games mm-hmm. well she won't shoot shoot for love she'll shoot your dick off uh all right yeah. um you mm-hmm. fuck her over yeah okay that was close enough to rhyme you know you. what I'm gonna, I'm gonna count that Karen. thank you i'll be trying over here sometimes you be adding on it don't rhyme but that, that was close <laughs> enough yeah sometimes i don't be caring about rhyming y'all i'm y'all. all right in petty news let me update y'all on some petty functions a couple bought a san francisco street street okay with 38 mansions on it for just ninety thousand dollars after its board didn't pay a 14 dollar a year property tax and now they may start charging the millionaire residents rent for their parking spaces wow Mm mm-hmm this is somebody that read the rules and was like oh when is that a spa yep that's the pettiest that that is a level of petty that i just don't think people have in them we don't get the whole street mm-hmm mm-hmm um a savvy couple snapped up the best property deal in san francisco buying a gated street for 30 with 38 mansions on it for a mere ninety thousand dollars tina lamb and michael ching now on the road sidewalk and other previously public areas of Presidio terrace a cul-de-sac that has played home to nancy pelosi among other notable figures that comes as a shock to the residents of the street where homes cost an average of 5.1 million dollars who lost the property when the governing board failed to pay a 14 dollar a year property tax lamb who was born in oh wait that gives away his race uh in a place uh that the child niggas need to know in order to guess um came across the deal in april 2015 looking for a property bargains in san francisco where the median home value is now 1.2 million dollars damn median they discovered a private street has been uh put up for a city auction because its property at homeowners association hadn't paid the annual 14 dollars county property tax in 30 years good god Presidio terrace the most prestigious street in the city was for sale because of a mere 994 dollars in back taxes fines and interest the couple who live in san jose 45 miles away from san francisco put their winning bid of ninety thousand one hundred dollars uh down without even checking out the property first over the past two years the residents of the gated street have gone about their business unaware that the asphalt sidewalks manicured islands plants and palm trees surrounded by them were now owned by the couple Mm. ironically sales of the house on the street were restricted to whites until 1948 in the intervening two years uh lamb and ching have been looking at ways to monetize their newly acquired plot 
we were looking for a title insurance so it could be marketable but eventually they decided they could charge a reasonable rent for the 120 parking spaces on the street instead and if Procedo Terrace occupants weren't interested then perhaps others would outside the gated community would snap up the deal instead the locals only found out that they lost their land May 30th when they were contacted to see if they were interested in buying it back <laughs> they learned that the reason the homeowners association hadn't paid the bills was the city's notices had been going to an account that hadn't been employed account that hadn't been employed by the street since 1980s they were not pleased that's not their problem <clears throat> i was shocked to learn this could happen i'm deeply troubled that anyone would choose to take advantage of the situation and buy our street and sidewalks one homeowner who did not wish to be named told the chronicle others complained that the city did not notify them of the auction but city spokeswoman amanda fried was unapologetic 99 percent of property owners in san francisco know what they need to do and they pay their taxes on time and they keep their mailing addresses up to date she added that her office can now do nothing about the sale however the homeowners association is still trying to have the results of the auction overturned that may not be an easy matter however because the sale went through two years ago in the meantime they have filed a suit against the city and the couple to try to stop the street being sold while other litigation to get, uh, about the auction is pending as well as pelosi and other notable residents of the street uh including san francisco mayor joseph alioto uh and senator diane feinstein and her husband financial uh financier richard c bloom anyway guess the race of this couple what are their names again uh let me see what their first names are hold on why won't this move close okay their names are tina lamb and michael chang oh asian karen's going asian let's check the chat room see what you guys believe um scroll up okay asian 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 they had spent another five dollars they could have gotten egg rolls asian hurry up and buy the street <laughs> i wasn't ready i wasn't ready hc hurry up and buy the street asian reparations for the transcontinental railway asian brought bought that property like a couple of ninjas asian Aww. the correct answer is asian listen i wouldn't sell y'all shit this couple is petty goals okay i don't know we have petty goals as a thing but let me tell you something these motherfuckers are petty goals they look so happy in their pictures too they pictures is all them drinking alcohol it's like they facebook pictures or they're just hanging out together because they know they're about to be paid cause about to be rich as fuck because you know what i i might even should have given it back to you but you're gonna have me set for life fuck you mm-hmm. two i've owned this for two years and now you want to get mad because nobody nobody uh did their job to be sure that it was right i love how they waited because that's the part that that the, that's the key to all this like they didn't just rush in and be like give me my money because that's why as soon as i won the auction i'll be like give me my money i want my money i'm charging these streets motherfucking hey look this parking place this mine now boy yeah, they move they that car it quicker too. like they actually waited a couple years made you know because they know it's gonna take litigation these witch white people gonna be suing it's gonna oh, they said yeah they're ready for the fight yeah but they really said you know what dog we'll make the time and i fucking love them for this look at this picture don't they look happy as shit they got that they got that on the instagram this is the picture you have right after they bought the they was like look at this girl we about to come up come over here come over here boo come over here what them stank hoes do <laughs> they got another picture together too look it's oh, an even better one look at right, this one. Like, y'all gonna have to fight us 
between the lines they they went out to some place this must be the auction i don't know 40 acres okay yeah maybe this the auction in 2010 mm-hmm. they just they out there look at his face his face was like yeah bitch come get this come get your parking spaces mm-hmm. yeah, want my parking money ho he's like we own it so we're gonna charge you to park there mm-hmm. and they like we fucked up oh and y'all y'all not trying to find it y'all screw people over all the time a true king and queen if i ever seen one i ain't even mad at him damn came up on the houses come through uh all right let's see what else we got here um a teacher who had sex with a student said she was and said that she was the real victim has a porno on the internet now a former substitute teacher in cedar rapids iowa who admitted to having sex with a 17 year old student countless times in her car and his car at beaver at bever park and at his mom's house who later told dr phil mcgraw she was the victim can now say she has been in a pornographic film while mary beth Haglin previously said i do take responsibility i'm not shying away from this i'm facing this head on and that a history of abusive relationships left her vulnerable she later said that she felt she was the victim she even said that she was duped by the student's vocabulary the student twisted my brain into accepting this relationship he did so with so much intelligence and such an elevated vocabulary that i was completely duped by the whole facade she said during an interview on dr phil many people see him as the victim and me as the perpetrator from a psychological standpoint and from every other standpoint i feel like i'm the victim why aren't you in jail he did burn my life to the ground Haglin has since gone from teacher to jail for 90 days to working as a stripper named bambi and finally working in the porn industry we're not gonna link you to the porn site like others have oh so y'all y'all too good for i hate i hate that that passive aggressive what bimba be doing and it's got a picture of her on the porn site i don't even know what the fuck this nigga talking about you're not better than nobody else anyway Mm -mm. of course the of course one video referenced the fact she was a teacher and had sex with a student well let's just say the pictures and videos like these what got me into trouble in the first place she is quoted saying in one adult film Haglin once revealed that the teen could call her his empress and wrote that her post-it note letters she also admitted that she was completely head over heels guess the race of this teacher white white let's check the chat room and see what they believe um scroll down a little bit why can't i scroll down it's just moving slow uh come on buddy scroll down what the hell oh there we go all right white yes he has a big dick shenary white (laughs) also taught students how to budget for slave slaves and ask where what was y'all at white victim oh <laughs> what was y'all at when i was fucking this kid uh becky with the sex offender record the correct <laughs> answer ah! is white <laughs> yeah everybody got it she was white white as hell mm-hmm. she really tried to be like i'm the real victim right <laughs> he was so smart says the adult right he's his vocabulary y'all he, he was using like words with like three and four syllables so you know i had to give him this this pussy you know i mean we all know how it is you ever been in a relationship with a 17 year old kid when you was a teacher and they uh, you know mm-hmm. 
Rosie tricked you proceed to be the man that everybody go directly to jail 90 days in jail and she's on dr phil dr phil felt that i need to give this woman a platform he came to tell and, people away. oh okay hold on i need to give this woman a platform so she can tell people i'm the victim and that's a responsible message to spread on the internet and mm-hmm. school and on the tv mm-hmm. like what are we saying because this is that thing that goes into like male children can't be victims of sex crimes um unless it's from another male uh all right so it's not showing up i'm gonna refresh guys it's, it's moving slow give me a second i'm gonna reload yeah, it came up and then went away it's all good it's all good Mm-mm-mm. all right i should be back in a second see it reloading but yeah white women can always hide behind that victimhood i feel like i'm the real victim and i'm like what what would the judge say Come you on. know if the judge like because the judge went light on you now that you're out here telling people you're the real victim should the, the judge should be able to be like well actually you know what let's go ahead and raise that some years let's go ahead and get you in jail because you didn't learn shit you know mm-hmm. this leniency was wasted on your ass yes it was and that's her being super white and then this is what appears i guess is her a, a screenshot from her porn that they won't leak you to because other sites did that trashy move <laughs> like you can't go find out who this who, who this right is. we too sophisticated over here at rare.us no we don't do that you whores all right uh let's go to the bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is three for three. Woohoo! Can she finish it off on episode 1500? We will see how good I am. Can she finish strong? Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. <clears throat> how bedroom issues uh wait i'm sorry burning desire how impotency led an ex-firefighter and the woman he loved to embark on a 67 building arson spree that decimated an entire county oh shit the stunning sexual motivation behind the massive arson spree that rocked the rural county community this has been revealed uh the dark secret behind charles robert smith iii and girlfriend tanya susan bundick's 2012 arson rampage across a comic county virginia was revealed last month in a new book by washington post reporter monica hesse <clears throat> in african american fire they wrote a book about this and they called it american fire okay white hesse traces the investigation that kept the community on edge with firefighters sleeping in the station instead of going home the police staking out abandoned buildings as blazes sprang up every night at the end of the smith and bundick's rampage the couple was convicted of torching 67 buildings but the question always remained why the hell did they do it <clears throat> smith a former captain of the tasley volunteer fire department was an auto mechanic with a history of drug troubles he met Bundick at Shucker's Roadhouse and the only nightlife option, which is about the only nightlife option in the community in Delmarva Peninsula jutting between the Pacific Bay and Atlantic Ocean. Smith thought he was out of his league and was a little intimidated by her. 
bundick once showed up and shucker's wearing nothing but her lingerie hesse writes oh shit but the pair hit it off and soon they were even talking about getting married playing the wedding the unusual theme of guns and roses music video for november rain money was tight for the couple and bundick tried to open a boutique clothing shop and smith opened an auto body shop money was tight and y'all both had enough money to open up two businesses come on how tight was this money this is a old la la land dreams yeah they were broke they were isolated from they their families they couldn't get the million dollar house they had to settle for the five hundred thousand. they were broke they were isolated from their families they were low on work they were looking they were going to the food line and they were eating garbage oh they were going to food line oh my god not the food line what was y'all at when we was in food line come on where was y'all at now we burning buildings and everybody dying ah! uh but the trigger for the crime was a frustration of pure of a more personal le- nature the moment i fell in love with her my dick stopped working smith told cops oh shit the arson spree started out as, as a twist of the tip to satisfy his girlfriend smith later confessed i want you to set that house on fire bundy told her boyfriend abruptly november in 2012 as the two were driving in their car smith agreed got out the car came back saying he'd done it although he hadn't actually gone through with the setting the blaze but bundick seemingly excited by the idea of the fire went back to check and found out smith hadn't set the fire never sent a man to do a woman's job she said they oh shit mm-hmm. they went back together and burned the house down together launching a 142 day arson spree that terrorized the county neighbors eyed each other with suspicion for months police set up roadblocks across the country i mean across the county winter passed and on march 14 2013 budnick wrote about the arson on her facebook page what i have often wondered if arsonist is reading at last i myself am not afraid just cautious i'm always on lookout when my animals start barking and when my livestock start making noise make yourself aware of the little things she wrote the couple were caught red-handed early morning hours of april the 2nd uh shortly after an abandoned home in melford virginia was set ablaze smith pleaded guilty to setting the fires but refused to implicate bundick in any way <laughs> just some snap shit where the dude is like i'll take the charge bundick on the other hand denied any involvement and tried to pin the entire arson spree on her boyfriend stupid ass dude and then the police tell you that then that's when they testify against her come on every episode of snap is the same when smith yeah. learned that bundick had started seeing another man while he was behind bars he changed his tune they always do they always do and he testified against her she pleaded no contest smith is currently serving 15 years of for the fires and bundick is seven serving 17 years wow that's rare a woman serving more time anyway guess the race of this this uh hot couple karen white karen is going white let's see what the chat room says oh the chat room is absolutely on fire for this one duh come on baby light my fire white you can't have a fire without marshmallows (laughs) great balls of fire white book was called make arson great again the art of economic anxiety familiar with having lice white <laughs> but for real shuckers roll house guns roll guns and roses wedding they couldn't be whiter if they were picking fences in jeff session slavery memorial wet dreams damn nail she came out swinging jamie and cersei wildfire white the correct answer is white what was y'all at when i was singing in the choir you ain't pay attention till i started setting fires 
Oh, oh my. Mm-hmm. That's the woman that was so out of his league. He had to burn things down, y'all. Is she worth 15 years in prison? No. Because I don't see it. She showed up at the club in all lingerie, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to burn this bitch down. Mm-mm-mm. These motherfuckers are crazy. Boy, I tell you. Uh, all right, guys. It's time to do the last thing we always do, and that is sword ratchetness. Wait, did I show their pictures? Yes, you did. Okay, cool, cool. I, don't, I just had a momentary lapse right there. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's uh, wind down with some uh, sword ratchetness. A man is being accused of using a sword to threaten his ex-girlfriend. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Washington, North Carolina. A man has been arrested in Pitt County after being accused of threatening his ex-girlfriend with a sword at her home. Pitt County deputies in Florida, I mean on Friday, responded to a domestic dispute call at a home located at some place you don't care about yeah a 44 year old woman told officials her ex-boyfriend 39 year old jerry lewis ward jr guessed the race black banned her from leaving the house and threatened her with a sword oh Mm. according to officials he was able to get past ward and ran to a different location oh she was able to get past ward and ran to a different location to call 911 ward was arrested later at his mother's home of course and charged with first degree kidnapping armed robbery and assault on a female his bond was set at a hundred thousand dollars ain't that some shit mm-hmm. all right guys that's it for episode 1500 of the blackout tips all right thank you for everybody that's been riding with us for however long you've been riding with yes, us whenever you came it was right on time yep you know don't get us nothing special i mean although we do have a wish list on amazon you don't have to don't feel no pressure nope you don't uh, have to. i'll tell you what you should get us some five star reviews on itunes and stitcher would be nice mm-hmm. i saw and that's a free that's a virtual five mm-hmm so thank you guys uh so much for riding with us and we'll be back tomorrow for wine and white people then we're taking wednesday off although i will be doing balls these sports wednesday morning but we're taking wednesday off uh from the regular show and uh we'll be putting uh uh we'll be doing it thursday for for uh for uh game of thrones recap yes, with firestarter crew that'll be thursday that'll be fun and tomorrow at three thirty, um me and bossy will be doing this too much but for insecure uh because they had our boy sterling k brown on it and it's a good excuse to talk about insecure and everything else Mm -hmm. all right y'all until tomorrow i love you i love you too